I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. That's why I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me it and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape and I fell in love with it, you know? Oh, hell yeah. There we go. All right. So I got it. Hell yeah, Ricky. I'm fucking, I'm stoked. First, let me say, I'm stoked you're back, dude. This, I mean, I'm stoked. Well, La- last time was cool, but like, we're back. Well, uh, we're last time out. was for more of a reason. This yeah. is now, this is now what you normally do, right? Just funny, fucking fun skateboard shit. This is kind of what, I, this is what I wanted for sure. Yeah, you know? this, yeah so. this is what you do. I see all your videos. This is kind of your theme. That was something I appreciate it. And, you know, that's the last we need to talk about it. But still, it's, uh, yeah, this is all, this is the funny, fun skateboard shit. And honestly, dude, I, when I wrote to you is, I, I don't know if it was a, an interview with Chris Naraco back in the day, like 2012-ish, or your free lunch or whatever. But one of the things that I read or saw made me, it was just kind of funny how we, we've connected in so many different ways. You know yeah. what I mean? And but because, you know, I grew up in a different time period than you, right? But everything you do is like happy, fun, loving, funny shit. And I, you know, I was always so serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the way skateboarding is, is just different. And I, you know, when I see you, it, you know, when I'm, you know, especially when I'm going through all your videos and I'm going through your interviews and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's a, it, our age gap definitely, you know what I mean? Like it contributes to all that. and when I started versus when you started, um, how the how the industry on the East Coast kind of was, you know what I'm saying? Kind of yeah. helped dictate a little bit how I was and became, um, and as well as how you know who you were and who, who you became as well. And honestly, like, um, so my position is I grew up skating and just hearing about you and your generation and all you guys ripping and style. Like I was watching you guys, like, whoa, these are the fucking dudes. Like I was probably in New Hampshire like just learning flip tricks and you guys were already doing stuff, which is like, that's my angle of this, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause there's people before me that I'm, I could say the same thing. Yeah. And even though some of the people that I might speak to, I might actually be a year or two older, which is even funnier. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I do looking up to looking up to some of these shut dudes and all those dudes from wherever, most of them from New York, New Jersey, and obviously chef from DC I mean, I might even be older. It's just, you know, I started skating a little bit later and stuff like that. Um, it's funny because I grew up in the woods. And, dude, when I hear you say New Hampshire, I mean, mm-hmm. my mother is from New Hampshire. And I, I know there's nothing in New Hampshire to skate, <laughs> let alone there's nothing to skate in Mefford, New Jersey, in the woods. <laughs> um, and I think that's that's funny because, you know, that's how we started. But, you know, obviously a lot of our influence comes from, you know, a couple of years after when we started and we started kind of diving into certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, maybe you go into it for like, into like your delve into like skateboarding and the industry and sponsors and maybe go into that a little bit. You want me to just jump into all of that? In just, one? just give me like a general synopsis of like <clears throat> how your trajectory through into the skateboard game. 
just quick. You don't have to go well, into Well, yeah, no, time. for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I grew up in South Jersey and, you know, skateboarding was in that next 10 year boom in 1985, you know, back to the future and all that stuff. Yeah. I got my first board on my birthday, which is in August uh, of 85. Um, but I mean, I played, you know, I grew up in a very jockish neighborhood, right? Our town, everyone played sports. So I played sports every day, but I never did any school sports. All I did was little league, like in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, maybe. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, we, but we all played sports. And then as skating started, you know, you skate for a little while, you throw the ball for a while. Should I have a four wheeler for a while? You know what I mean? I grew up, I grew up in the woods, so we did all kinds of things. And then <coughs> it's just kind of naturally just, just, I don't know, took me, it just grabbed me and took me to a, a certain way. I mean, I rode bikes, I raced bikes for a little while too. And, you know, and that was pretty big at that time. And, and in South Jersey, realistically, you couldn't get a skateboard through a skate shop. You got it through bike shops where I grew up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I guess you can call a mail order, but it was, it was that way. And I'm not how I'm pretty sure it probably was the same way for you up, up, up that way. You know oh what yeah. I mean? but, um, we had a skate, we have like one skate shop. It was like a mom and pop and we would just go hang out there and whatever, you know, and there's still some of those around here. You'll see like a bike shop and they just have a few boards or something, you know, there's not, yeah, zoomies just everywhere. yeah no, but, I, but same thing again, you started a different time. Period, you know what I mean? Yeah, there should have been should have been skate shops by the time you started skating, you know. Yeah, in New Hampshire there was just like Snowboard Jones, and then there started being Eastern Borders, but it was still like you had to drive really far. It wasn't like you're hanging out too much, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my brothers worked for the bike shop in town, so that's how my first couple boards came about. All right, so jump forward a little yeah. bit, like um, let's go completely forward all the way to like um. New York. Let's go to New York because that's a connection point that we have. And well, yeah, no, we have to talk was... about Donnie too and KT. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't jump ahead. Don't... <laughs> Dude, I wrote. You don't jump ahead, but yeah, you're right. Like so, <coughs> right? You grew up in New Hampshire, then you moved away. You know, I grew up in South Jersey, but we both through the years eventually got connected or linked to a major city scene. Obviously, yeah. mine was Philly, and yours was Boston. You know what I'm saying? But neither one of us really grew up from either one of those two places but still in our skateboarding life in our skateboarding world that is how we're known and what we've been associated with um and that's when you know i thought that we can break from there and then the connection would be we have the boston philly type connection yeah we have the zoo connection now i got on zoo in 93 how and how'd that come to be? Like, where did you go to the city a bunch and skate with? No, I I mean I did go to New York, but I didn't go to the bunch. I mean I was always going to Philadelphia. Um, it really it really it really did come down. I wrote for fun when I was in SF and I fucking had that issue, so I wasn't on fun anymore. And Roger, basically, I you know made a call to Rodney from Zoo, and I was on Zoo like boom, like right away. Damn. And then for, and that's kind of how that all started. I mean I tried to get. But I mean, years before that, I used to go to playground skateboard before I was just like a like a sponsored skater, and that leads into another connection that we have is Donnie. Yeah. That's where I first met Donnie as a little kid. You know, he was good, but he wasn't like he didn't become Donnie yet. You know what I mean? Um, but from there, uh, Bruna De Silva, Tony's mother, who owned the skate park, she tried to get me on shut right before I went on this Cali trip by bus you know what i'm saying i took a bus to redondo beach california 
stayed with this dude that I met and I eventually got on Z products that way. So I, I almost was affiliated with shut zoo prior to my time. Um, but that didn't really transpire until all that shit happened. And then I got on zoo and I wrote for zoo for a little while and I was already getting better and, you know, more known. So I had my board came out in like 90, you know, it's end of 93 ish, but basically it's just say 94. You know what I mean? Cause my ad for my pro board was in, I think January 94. Who was the, what was the team? Like when you're on, who's on there? So, the so when I, when I was, I mean, you know, I mean, New York was like mostly all the, the New York skaters, you know what I mean? But you know, you had Hang, right? Yeah, Mike Hell Hernandez. Yeah, yeah yes. you got Peter BC and Robbie Ganjemi from up north. But you know, he was always in Boston, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but you know, Hamilton, you got Harold. I mean, you had Ryan Hickey, who was fucking oh, coming up like huge, right? Such a good lineup. Um, yeah, no, there was, um, you know, Frank Nattiello. Yes. Also, right? I mean, and Jamie Story. Ooh, um, so good. Does she still skate? Yeah. She does, right? Jamie Story is a dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Who am I thinking of? My bad. Yeah, I, I know Jamie, Jamie Story. Reyes. Jamie You're Reyes. Sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking New York female <laughs> skaters. That's what it was. Yeah. Jamie Story. Now, Jamie Story is a little different. Too. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a white dude. A little different. But yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I misgendered him. Oh, no. <laughs> dude. That's acceptable today, I guess. Huh? But no. But no, but he was. I don't really know the timelines. Um, that's right, though. I know. I remember Jamie's story. I, I just was thinking Jamie Ray's for some reason. I mean, I, I mean, shit. When I first got on, I mean, like I, Ivan Perez was on and off before I even think I got on. Um, who was he? He was like a mythical creature to me in New York. Dude, and that's like Bar- that's when Bar- I, when Bar- I was, was driving on. home. Sorry to stop you, but when I was driving yeah, home, right. when, when I was driving home, I was thinking about this and I was like thinking about Donnie and I was like, yeah, we do have a connection there. And I actually said to myself, Donnie's like a fucking, he used to be like a unicorn to me. And that's what you were just saying. You're just saying like a mythical creature. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, Ivan is a legend. I mean, just, you know, you heard more stories about him than you ever saw him skate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you saw him, he was a very powerful, very intimidating person. But, um, uh, but they, Barker was on. Ooh, Barker. I think, I think Barker was on when I first got on and then was off. I don't, you know, like the timeline is, is a little bit phased, but I mean, look, Pang had the board, BC had the board, Hickey had the board, you know what I mean? Um, and I, you know, I have my board and then, you know, and then, you know, Serge came on as am, and then, you know, years later I got, you know, Matt got involved too. Yeah. Um, but that's was like the, the main dude. So, I mean, you know, like when Serge and I say we would go up there and we never really sweated New York the way that most other people did because we were just such skate rats. If we were more scenesters, I dude, we probably would have ate up and, and just bought into it all. You Yo, know what New, I mean? York, New York, York is so powerful. It you know? does that to people. I've watched people move it, to New York, visit New York, all that, and just swallow and them up. Poof. Yeah. yeah. And we were just such skate rats, but we'd go there for a weekend, whatever. I mean, shit. I mean, I stayed at Ryan Hickey's house. You know, these dudes stay at the warehouse a lot. And, it was so much fun, it, exciting for us. You know what I mean? But we were just such skate rats that we'd go there. You know what I mean? we go back. You know, like a lot of people go to New York and try to try to steal the way they talk and stuff like that. And, you know, you see it across the board. I mean, there's some Cali. It is what it is. But New York is that way. But we were just such skate rats that it was just fun to go there, skate there. But we always wanted to get back home because – Philly was so untouched. It was incredible. And at the time, oddly enough, New York was so untouched for yeah. the most of it. 
Um, but that all, all that changed when, you know, we annihilated Philadelphia and, you know, going away from the main spots and stuff like that and getting shit where people never seen stuff, you know, that started taking more people started kind of getting involved, you know, wanting to skate that way. Yeah. And then just, New York started, New York started getting covered. And then you had, you know, then you had Bobby going over there and, you know what I'm saying? Like finding a lot of stuff in New York. Dude, he, Bobby, put eff- he put the effort into doing it. Yeah. And, you know, but it was it's very similar to what we did. But, you know, he he was like a one man show and had so many things that people have never seen before. And, and he unearthed it, you know, that's like um, the one of the best things about skateboarding is just going, getting lost, but looking for something at the same time and then finding something and then creating something and capturing it and like, like um that's one of the best feelings right like just getting Uh, for me we've always yes i mean honestly like i i would rather not have a photo of something that other people i mean i've had plenty of photos where other people have done stuff on but i mean i've all the hundreds and whatever photos i have it's most of the things it's either i skated first or i found you know what i mean yeah but that was just something that we targeted and we liked and not everyone was into that but it is it is what it is so i started and for Zoo, like our connection with Zoo, I'm in 93-ish into 94. I mean, you didn't even get on until the 2000s, right? Yeah, man. I'm so bad with time, time, uh, like giving well, me dates, was, but. <laughs> you turned pro in 2009. I did see that. Yeah, that right? I was riding for World then. That was after. No, no, no. You left Zoo to yeah. go and you were pro for World. Um, and we'll get into the World stuff. But the, as far as Zoo, like when you first got on Zoo, you probably wrote a, you probably signed a contract. Oh yeah. 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 No, I know. It's so commonplace. Don't get me wrong. But when we wrote for zoo and when I wrote for almost everything, I, I barely ever signed a contract. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I did, one. I think for my shoe companies, I did, <laughs> um, you know, maybe for lost clothing, I might've did more corporate type things, but loss is like a surf um, too, right? Surf skate. Oh no, it, it, it's, it was all surf, honestly. Um, but yeah. Um, I mean, they were super nice to me, but yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's one of those weird companies that, that I wrote for just as much when I see you rocking vision streetwear real big on your fucking shirt <laughs> right now, it reminds me of that because vision streetwear was something back in the day. Now, yeah. I don't know about that, but I also they take wrote, care of you, they take care of you. Yeah. I also wrote for split too, which is a surf like clothing. No, brand. no, I, no, it is. But I, but split was more skate related than loss, but in my mind, but my buddy Skip, I actually talked to him the other night and he, you know, I told him I was talking to you and I think he might've been a team manager when you first got on. Oh, sick. That's awesome. I feel yeah, like I met, he, I feel like I met a team manager and, uh, in the beginning, he's like, but I grew up with him <laughs> from where I grew up in the woods. He moved way to Santa Barbara, like when we were like 16, something like that, whatever it was. And then he came back. He used to skate with Frank Carrada when Frank Carrada was young, just get, yeah, no, it's, we're, I'm a little older, you know, but but my buddy Skip, I live with in the city and stuff like that. Um, and he skated, but um, he he eventually became team manager for Split. Oh, sick! Frank, and I don't Frank Rod is so good too, by the way. Imagine, oh, remember dude. how good that dude was? I haven't seen footage in a while, but so yeah, good. I mean, he probably doesn't skate as as much as I do. You know what I mean? Like he's not probably out skating all the time. You know what I mean? But he he was. He was like, he's a short too, but I don't know, my buddy. My buddy Skip always said I reminded of him when he went out there. You know what I mean? Which I don't know. I'm much taller, but it's I guess it's the way that we went about skating. Yeah. Is yeah, what yeah. he maybe thought about. Um, but yeah, because you just mentioned split, I thought you did right for split. 
And I'm almost positive he was the team manager when you first got on. All right. So to go back to New York, when I got on, basically what happened was New York. Let me think. So my friend Seamus was the team manager. Yeah. For, for, he started through Fiberborough with us, with me, Westgate, Susky. And we all just came from New England. We were like the Zoo England crew, you know, because we yeah, just no, came up we from We were Zoo Jersey. Zoo yeah. Jersey. yeah no, not coming there. Yeah, for sure. So then I got on Zoo with, with, with Susky. We were all riding for Westgate? Bird, Birdhouse. Yeah, we were all riding for Birdhouse. And Seamus kind of moved us from Fibro to Birdhouse to Zoo York together, like, and just worked <laughs> out how, deals. Kind of how, what's his face? <laughs> Sal moved some of the aesthetics team over to Zoo. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that was a, that was the next level of changeover yeah. Yeah. and then when we got on zoo it was like kt kevin was there forrest kirby eli Zarek. was kenny Hughes still on it oh i wish dude i grew up uh, watching that dude yeah he's one of my 180s favorites. so good dude nah, he's just one of my favorites he's like, for a big man he's like one of the smoothest skateboarders is he from carolina ever. north or south yeah i think he's from north carolina he's cool too i never met yeah. him no i just yeah Yes, Kenny's one of the best people. <laughs> That's mean, awesome to hear. He's up to the level of like when we talk about Donnie, uh, the esteem that I have. Kenny, it's Kenny's the same. Kenny's yeah. he's dude, he's amazing. That now, lineup did, on elements. I mean, so. <laughs> now Westgate and Zara were on at the same time, right? Yeah, and they fought each other, sort of. Well, because a- what, like local talent, like from your up up north, and battles from up there came down. No, just like uh, I love telling this story because it's so childish. <laughs> it was like Zared was basically running the show at Zoo on some level, you know, like he was the youngest dude just jumping down well, dude, Hollywood 16 and like and putting out for Chaz Ortiz. Yeah, 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 yeah no, of like course. Brought hit Chaz in as a buffer, you know, because Zared's just a monster, you know. Zared's he, one. I mean, he's one of the best people ever. I mean, he's one of the yeah. best skateboarders ever, really, dude. Fully, mind. fully, and at his peak, it was amazing. And uh, so he's just running it, just doing like he's just work outworking everyone because he's young and just dumb and full of cum. No, but he was a dude who was just skateboarding <laughs> and just always skateboarding, and that's all he did, right? Yeah, and he's from Massachusetts no. too. He's from no, no, I know, there. I know. He's up in the Cod area, right? Yeah, so Zared's just like a monster killing it, having the time of his life, and he's traveling the world riding for Zoo. And then we come on, and Westgate's kind of like the young dude, but like he's on the same thing as as Zared. Just like they got big sponsors, they can land anything. Like people love them. So like, I can't remember what happened, but we were just out one night after drinking and shit, and they just got into like a wrestling choking match in front of like everybody i remember like the america team and like and it started as like one of those things where it was like playful but then it got serious and a little serious <laughs> right yeah and they like kind of fought each other i remember a little that. pride a little pride Cl- got involved yeah huh? clash of the egos it was awesome <laughs> i remember like going in like what the fuck are you guys doing you know <laughs> that's funny because they're both fucking awesome dudes and they're both amazing skate- they love each other they love each other ridiculous how good some of the people come from like clusters of areas throughout I, the country. You know what? You you stood out to me as one of those people when I was growing up because like in the Northeast and so even down to Florida, it wasn't like California and stuff. Like you just have onslaught of people out there. Out here was like pockets and clusters of people that met and like built scenes and like you could tell who was doing it, you know? Yeah. It, well, honestly, from it me all watching about, the videos. It was all about skating for, you know, our time period. We didn't really think about money and, you know, foolishly and whatnot, but still it was really just, it was all about skating. And for us, for us specifically, we were so more jazzed to promote 
skating in Philadelphia than any sponsor that I had. Like I was Zoo, right? But I could have wrote the way that we did it. I probably could have wrote for any other company because what we did is what we did on our own for ourselves, for our own scene and for an expanded, obviously from Philly down the coast. But I could have wrote for, you know, black label, you know, a, a company that I sent a sponsor tape, like in like 1992, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, I could have wrote for anybody. We still probably would have, you know, Matt wrote for Acme, which wasn't really anything for us over here yeah. on the West uh, on the East coast. And then when I wrote for Z, I mean, most of my friends like either made fun of me or laughed at me like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, dude, they take care of me. What am I going to do? I'm skating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it's not like Z did anything on the East coast. Like, you know, sales weren't booming on the East coast. Just like, you know, when Matt wrote for Acme and stuff like that. So it may, it would have made no difference what company yeah. uh, we would have wrote of. And it just, it's just a different time period. And for, for when I started to you and for how you're starting, you know, when you started, I mean, there was a lot of things already going on. You know what I mean? Like there was already a scenes going on and you didn't spend your time, but you guys built, you, were, you guys built that stuff. Cause like, seriously, the fuel of watching you guys trailblaze with photos and videos and just like the demos and everything you guys did like that helped laid the seed and popularity and people's interest in building brands and sponsors and all that stuff on like, this side. Yeah, no, yeah, we, that I mean, helped Rodney, me. <laughs> no i and you i mean seriously i mean you're you're like a go-getter i did i don't know how many videos you got all i need all i need all i need it's like all you got is all i need videos all over the place you know what i mean yeah yeah it's yeah. like you put the work and you put the effort into it um but you have and you see that you have the opportunity to do so that we didn't have that and we wanted that so badly and we were just one of the some of the first ones but really i mean i'm rodney and those dudes in the early shut days that's what they wanted too you know what I'm saying? And it was even harder just a couple of years before the, when we started it, started having like these ways of thoughts. You know what I mean? You know, it really is just like, why do I got to move? Why do, I don't want to move out there. Like I, if I move away, then who else is going to terrorize fucking Philadelphia? Like we got this. It. It's all it's, it's, it was so open season. I mean, you know, we have so many things in between Matt, Serge, Freddie, right? Fisher, you know, I mean, most of Mizzou. I mean, there's a lot of us that, we trekked all through the city for the sole reason of finding something new. So when the photo was taken, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, I've never seen that before because most of the time, you know, especially if, you know, you look through the big trans rules and thrashers, right? Trans world. I mean, honestly, because we're smart enough, we can see that Jesus, these five photos are from the one session. Yeah. yeah. Five different dudes and the fucking same thing doing different tricks, but you're like, Holy shit. That's like the same session. It's like, uh, you know, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the same spot every fifth page. You know what I mean? There was like a point where pe people just like didn't care about that. They were just like shooting the session and it was like totally like that. You could tell in the magazine, you're like, yeah, they're all just hanging out and they're just shooting photos from one day. Like it's, <laughs> I'm glad I like when people explore and take it probably made it easier for like Grand Bretagne, really. Like it made it for the photographers, probably made it easier for them. They can just go, you know, yeah. get the money for all that one day. Um, you know, and that's, but you know, he's focusing on his craft, just making sure whatever the fuck the skater does, he's getting the proper photo, yeah, right? Yeah. We just started really just started caring about, we, we know that no one's ever seen these spots and they're ours. We want, them, you know what I mean? Let alone, you know, we create, I've created spots through time 
as time went on. But in the beginning, it was like just there was no one did. No one went anywhere. Yeah. Literally, no one went anywhere. So and we, was, we had <coughs> yeah, we had full reign just to just just to run it. That's a big distinction, though, like um, from people who are just skating and being in a scene and going to the same spot compared to like a distinction between that is like, I'm going to go find something and film it. That's like a video part to me is like finding something unique or different, not just like going somewhere, hanging out and then documenting it. It's like you're on a mission like that's like when that's huge to me. I love that. That, I mean, that was that really is the love of what we did. I mean, because we still went to love every day and hung out, fucking burn, fucking did whatever we wanted to do. But it's fun. It's like hanging out at the park go, for a while. We would too. go skating. Like, we would, like, that skating. Matter of fact, we were already skating before we got to the park because that's one different way of thought of skating is from our house or the shop to love. Then we skate love forever as long as we want, go wherever we want, and then we come back, skate love, and then go home. and then. You know, we would just say skate rats. So we skated all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm, the city, I'm the city, the city was definitely wide open. All right, let's let's touch on Donnie a little bit. How bring? How did you meet Donnie for the first time? Right on. So yeah, so from the zoo connection, we have the Donnie connection, and, and obviously we'll get to KT. But I mean, Donnie, I mean, I met him at the playground skate park uh, in Wallingford, Connecticut, which was, you know, Bruno De Silva is the owner. This woman that Tony De Silva, who wrote for Foundation. I remember Tony. Right? Like yeah. the original Tony De Silva. Isn't yeah, like no, two I know. Tony De Silva's? Yeah, yeah. There, were, there was Tony Silva that wrote for Foundation. He was the old, he was Well, the Tony De Silva wrote for Foundation, too. I know, I, I know. Uh, yeah, it's but, good. All right, so it's, it's good, a whole Silva lot of confusion. And, <laughs> yeah. So, but he was this young kid. I mean, it was Abe. There was a lot of dudes. I mean, there was a lot of good dudes that were there. And when I used to go, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a hike to go from Jersey up there. But we used to do it for a little stretch because, you know, I skate mini rap like, like craze back in the day. Every other weekend, it seemed like, you know, me and my buddy Joe and Bean would drive up and stay for the weekend. And, you know, I met, obviously that's where I met Donnie. But, you know, I would go and battle Jim Gagney. Like every time I was there, we battled because we were like, we could skate, we could skate very similar. But I mean, every time he went to the spine, I mean, he, he took me out. Like, he's I, I nice fucking, on a spine, dude. Yeah, and- he do. He do his three sixties over his spine. <laughs> I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah, right, good for you, man. You know, but we always would just burn and just skate. It was, it was. These are fun times on that level. You know what I mean? But Donnie, you know, was doing nice backside tees, but he wasn't Donnie yet. Like he, the way that you know Donnie and what Donnie has shown and displayed his life, he didn't start doing that yet. Like he, he wasn't, he wasn't, a he wasn't yeah, he wasn't, I mean, he was, he was yet. a good skater. He was smooth, but he was just young and he just wasn't aggressive and he just wasn't just the flair that Donnie became. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And well obviously said. look, when he came, you know, we, we helped him with his little fucking street edge when he adopted Philadelphia for those, for this little bit of years, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's how I met him. And then when I wrote for new deal, I mean, look, he would element and I wrote for New Deal. Some of the trips we'd go on, I mean, he would be my roommate to wherever. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, he would stay at my house when Skip and I lived in uh, Philly. He, he would stay there for a long ass time. You know, and just when Don, Dan started wanting to film all these things. Because I don't think – I don't think that Donnie was – I'm not sure if Donnie was in East Exposure 2 that much. If he was, it probably was like, like a contest or like, 
a little segment like at Kendall Park roller rink or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember um, the stride for Mike's in the roller rinks. Those were sick. Yeah, no, those were not – and those were actually like it's this big fucking center. I went to the first one. I think I was in Australia the second time. Um, but Kendall Park and Eatontown were roller rinks, little roller rinks that on one night of the week we could skate. And it was kind of a hike from Philly to go there. But, dude, we loved going there. But um, my time with Donnie is – it goes back uh, just, you know I mean, quite a while. Even before we were, like, super close – I have my memories of my time with Donnie before him and I had our connection that, you know, seems like realistically we'll probably be friends for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, feel I the same know. way. I don't know. What, I don't know what's higher than being friends for life. You know what I mean? Like how much closer can you be than friends for life? I suppose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though, you know, he lives up there and, and I'm down here and I don't see that much, but um, you know, if you, if you talk to him, it's not a day has gone by, you know, and clearly, you know, me getting on your show the first time, it all started with me calling Donnie because I know Donnie was close to you. Yeah, you know what I mean? And, and Donnie kind of was that little link. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've done – when Donnie moved out to California, staying with him over there, and when he bought his new Volvo fucking car, <laughs> his little Volvo wagon, dude, there's, um, That's there's good times. There's definitely good times with Donnie. Yeah, Donnie um... – I definitely feel the same way. Like I can just hit him up and it's like, it's Donnie, you know, like no time's passed. You're just back into like homie mode, you know, like instantly. That's, that's when you know you have a good friend for sure. You nailed it with that one. Um, yeah. And, and just some of the trips that I've done with him is, it, you know, like some of my Barcelona trips, like, you know, the one time when he was there, I'd go skate with him all the time. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Donnie Barley, Justin Struman, Kenny Hughes, Kenny Ooh. Reed. Yeah, you really, you know what I mean? Like, was, you know, you know, road shooting some photos, you know, <laughs> Brian Ueda, you know, Frankie. Yeah, I mean, just great time, honestly. It's funny how you can I can say one thing. It just really can spur on all these other different emotions and memories of all these other times that kind of connect in such a way. It's amazing. I guess, it's awesome. I guess why, why we're doing this little episode this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don, so Donnie, to me, like he changed my life, literally like Donnie. I met Donnie and Donnie, I always talked about my upbringing and how my family was just because like, <clears throat> if I didn't, I probably wouldn't be here. So like, I just kind of, yeah, you would have held it, it in, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's good to release. Yeah, exactly. Talk therapy and like with people that I'd be friends with. And Don, so Donnie knew me and knew my situation and he literally helped me get on birdhouse. Like he was like, yo, like you're the am from the East coast we need. And he, that's like, that's not when I met Donnie. Cause I met Donnie when I was younger and I watched him in videos and then I met sure. him first. Like I watched him in videos and stuff first. And then I met him cause he would go to the events and stuff. And we end up in skaters Island. And, uh, he was just a unicorn to me. I was a young kid learning all the tricks and Donnie was that professional, you know, like season style pro that he is, you know? So and, Donnie's that much older than you than say Zared and, like some of the dudes that I guess are, are more your peers, I guess you would say. It's weird. Like Donnie, someone's older, but, but I mean, what about Matt Pales and like dudes that are like of that age group? So you, Matt Pales is just a little bit older than Donnie. Yeah. So you got that generation is one above me. Like I'm like you in a sense that I was watching dudes and kind of fanning out on them and they were like maybe younger than me <laughs> you know uh, like yeah, when yeah, i got into like media and all the stuff escape no, when you started get when you started getting good to yeah. the point where dudes now want you on the team 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I mean, like knew is still like high school. You know, it, it kind of, you know what I mean? Like people can hook up homies, but people hook up dudes who, you know, Donnie recognized talent. So obviously you were fucking ripping. And Donnie was like, dude, you'd be a great asset. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, and he you skated everything me. too. You yeah. skated everything too. So you kind of, you definitely had no problem fitting in with the birdhouse bill. You know what I mean? Yeah. And most of those dudes can skate everything. It's funny because you were saying earlier how like a lot of my videos are just fun and like there's a lot of vlogs and stuff. And there was a time when I was very serious and it was those birdhouse, Fiberro, birdhouse, New York was like when I was like video part driven and like serious about sponsors and trying to travel and like paying my bills, basically more importantly, you know, like all those sure. things perks. But I was like, I just need to skate my ass off and create enough energy and uh, movement to be able to pay my bills and get a sponsor so I can keep skating and like live, you know, like, uh, but Don, anyways, Donnie, like sent, <laughs> sent me a lifeline, you know what I mean? Like, uh, got me on birdhouse just off of his word in like a sponsor me tape. Like I was skating my ass off for sure. Like I did. Nolly, I bet you were Nolly crook down Brea 12. And like, uh, I did a bunch of shit, like right in that <laughs> part that I was like, but it was all because Donnie, Donnie just like knew my story and I was skating my ass off and he just hey, put the, he put the faith in you and he basically taken, you know, if you didn't work out, he takes the hit, but he didn't have to worry about that. You know what I mean? Like you were a skate rat. He yeah. knows what skating is. You know what I mean? And then not to lick his nuts too much. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk about when he was on zoo, when he was on zoo, he was a nightmare. Cause he was like King at zoo. And he was always the last dude to the van. And he'd come out with like, we'd all be hungry in the van waiting. And he'd come out with like a plate. Cause he ordered room service and he held us all up. <laughs> he brings a fork and a fucking cup with plastic over it. So it doesn't spill. So He's yeah, like, in is, the van, like, what the and this fuck? is contract time. Zoo York. Yeah. So, so you're getting paid money, right? Yeah. 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 Everyone's getting paid. Cause I'm going to do that. Me getting a thousand a month and getting 200, per check every fucking you know every five days yeah, yeah i'm not ordering room service yeah but, yeah yeah <laughs> no but that's that time period yeah no i know he was um to fast forward yeah <laughs> yeah he i mean you know he yeah he's they you know they put him on and then didn't after he even not rode for a while then he became like a team manager then he did some other stuff for him um possibly he's been yeah, i think he came back I, yeah it's he's always he's had been. a long He's had a long, he's had a long career. Totally. And he's still like doing stuff with element like that too. Now. Oh no, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. That one of the photos that I sent to you, right. Yeah. When, when, um, him and I, like with my kids, that was, we took some boards too. Where he was like, if you brought a blank board, they would cut it. Like he and some dudes from element, whatever, they came to the shops and this was at nocturnal, I believe. Right. And he cut out, uh, cruiser boards for us and they had these generic shitty fucking wheels and trucks that they had they had mass quantities of that they would attach to the boards they'd give it that away, was right? that photo yeah exactly that photo that i sent to you that's actually in the back of the shop from that day wow that's sick when because i mean my kids haven't met um they haven't met donnie all that much you know what i'm saying just because i mean i didn't start having kids so years later when, when he was already living in california I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> when did you, this is like a life one, not really a skate one, but like, when did sure. you feel comfortable or did you feel comfortable having a kid, your first kid? And and if you did like, like financially or just like, like well, yeah, mental, well, I'll tell you what, I mean, anything or... <laughs> financially in my life is not, nothing's okay. Whatever. It just, it is what it is. 
but I mean, I was, I mean, I had my first child when I was 30. So, I mean, I was already lived, I've already done a lot of stuff in skateboarding already. I mean, I clearly, I wasn't still done because I still had, um, you know, my static part, you know, my new deal part, you know, there's still things that came out that I, that I'm proud of. You know what I mean? Like, let, I, let me say, too I didn't that, get older and get shittier. You know what I mean? But no, I, I was going to say, pushed let, it. let me say you age, like you're skating age, like a fine wine for sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for real, for but real. as I didn't really, we didn't, we didn't, I have three children and not one of them were planned in, in, in the regular terms of how people try to fucking, you know, plan out their life. You know what I mean? Um, but did I, I mean, I love my kids to death, but I, there was no planning. There was nothing like I financially. No, I mean, I really can never really take care of my kids to say the truth. You know what I mean? I mean, I can, but not, not, not you're the working. way that it, you're working, not the way that I was supposed to, or what I should have liked to. It takes it. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility having kids and you take that financially knowing that you're like, okay, these are lives I have to pay for and take care of. And we need people that have kids and like, yeah, well, honestly, the, the, my dad took care of all of us, you know what I mean? But my dad was a trucker. He never was really home that much, you know what I mean? And when I have my kids, me not having much money, the one thing I could give to my kids is the one thing that, you know, I didn't grow up thinking that, that that's what I wanted for my, for my dad. You know what I mean? I, I love my dad more than anything, right? And I never really – it was never on my mind that, you know what I mean, like how I am with my kids, I mean, I didn't spend that much time with my dad. You know what I mean, let alone my dad had, I'm the youngest, I'm the, I have three other brothers. So by the time I came, that was a little bit different. Um, but that was just, I skated still and still got paid. So I was the one who was always home with the kids. Right. So, but I mean, I, I value that more than anything else. You know that's what I mean? Amazing. That's amazing. You were getting skateboard money and you were able to start a family. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't planned. It was just it worked out, and you know, obviously things happen a certain way. But um, I have a great relationship with all my kids, and the the love is, you know, I love you every time on the phone. Like that. The most important thing is the one thing that I was able to mostly fucking achieve with them. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I I ask because you my my life story is a mess. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, you turn amazing. it around. I mean, I don't want to say you turn it around because I don't really know you or I've read anything about you or saw any video clips of you being like, uh, just like a derelict. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I, you know, what I mean, no. like you're not. You, there was no turnaround, but maybe in your own sense there is a turnaround because you were mentally a certain way, having to deal with how you grew up and then how you kind of came out of everything. Um, you know, so maybe turnaround might be a term that you could use yourself, but like for me or anybody else, I didn't, I never saw anything that was like, like you were a fucking mess. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's definitely plenty of skateboards. We know that fuck dude, they're, they're a mess <laughs> yeah, and yeah. good for them that they turned it around. Right. Yeah. Um, but just in, in that, in that vein, I, never, I don't, I, I appreciate I'm that. sure it was tough, dude. I'm sure it was tough, but it I, was. I, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's funny because a lot of things when I talk to like my buddy Skip or, you know, if I bring your name, like there's no one has anything bad. And that's funny because honestly, that's true. No one's ever said anything bad. But dude, I saw I went on and I, I you know, I went through your name. I look at your photos, your videos and all this jazz. Right. So 
to be prepared. So when I talk about like some of the things that you've done that I liked or that, that, that hit me a certain way. Um, now I'm used to it because people want to hate on me and that's fine. It doesn't bother me, but you, you're, you're like, you're like goofy too nuts. Like really in, in a weird way. Like you have fun all the time. Everything I watch you, you're like always having fun. Like you and Andrew Cannon having fucking fun, but just bullshitting back and forth. Right. Um, but I guess on this one thing, someone called you out on, um, Oh, nice. <laughs> on the slap message board, right? Always. They called do. you. They called you a lunatic. <laughs> they, they do called you a lunatic. Um, Excuse me. I don't even know, and I don't even know where. I, I couldn't even get where the, the reference was from. But not that we have to go into that. No, it's let's, funny let's, let's let's. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, dude. I don't know what it was about. That's what was funny. It's it's that. Thank you for all that too, Ricky. I appreciate that. That's like real validating, man. I try really hard it's, not to, not to be an. Asshole. It's real skateboarding, man. Look, I I, dude, I don't care what people really really, really think. Is I'm a skateboarder, and look, I when I watch you, you know what I mean. Like I have to get over you wearing those high socks sometimes, right? But I mean, when I watch you skating, like you're skating, like I watch you what you're doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, you know, <laughs> you're much younger than I, I feel that I'm too cool, which is a negative aspect on me that I could never do that. Right. I, I, I think I, you're pretty I've cool. Skated in shorts. I've skated in shorts before, but <laughs> dude, sometimes you have shorts with the long socks. And I swear there's one clip. You have these black shorts that are cut off pants mm-hmm. and you have black socks that are so high close to your knee. That doesn't yeah. even look like you're wearing shorts and socks. It wears, it looks like you're wearing pants that are cut off. I like, like Jason Dill. I like Jason Dill. It's like, I liked some, there was like a phase where I was in the Dill or something. <laughs> dude. Yeah, I do. Many people do it. I'm just saying like, it, it, dude, that just what's just funny. It's just different. We come from different eras and just how we view skateboarding. But in the end, really what we all really care about is skateboarding. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's the truth, Ricky. Like, I think that's a connection we have is that, I, the way I grew up, it forced me not to give a fuck about politics and skateboarding or being famous or like everything I've ever done for skateboarding, like <clears throat> or like anything I ever pursued skateboarding for was so I could keep skateboarding. I had like from watching all the videos and seeing what could be done and like being enamored with that, I wanted to like be able to push myself and see what I could actually do on my board. And then once and I knew keep you- on, keep on, it's keep on progressing. It's insane. Yeah. Really. So that's what's driven me like to even work. Cause I know like anything you do in life, it's work. And like, sometimes you get paid what you deserve and sometimes you don't, but like <laughs> with skating, I always looked at it like I'm going to work for this so I can try to like live off of it and like be able to keep skating and push my skating to like, what I seen others do and what I imagine I can do, you know, like, cause that you start learning tricks and you're like, I wonder if I could do it on that or down that, or you just want to see how far you can take it. I remember just being a little kid, like, I don't want to go to school. I don't have any other goals or ambitions besides just skating. Like, I just want to indulge in this. This was my therapy and this thing saved me. And I'm watching all these videos and I see what can be created and what you can do. And I was like, that was my driving force. It was never money or fame or any of that. And I feel like it same. That's what you're kind of touching on in the beginning and exploring Philly was like, you just wanted to like, see what yeah, you we didn't, do. There wasn't, enjoy. That wasn't even, a, it wasn't even available realistically, yeah, but yeah, I mean, exactly. clearly for how Philly and how love and everything got popular and how like, look, if Matt and I thought a different way, I'm sure we could have spun things, maybe dicked over some people here and there and probably got a got more out of it financially that way. But that would have been the same as what we, we just skated. That's it. But our time periods are 
definitely fucking different because when we when this time period when we were having so much fun and so invested and just wanting to make Philadelphia, I remember Dune, like he had an interview and like he like he referenced this time period of, of what I'm referring to, like 91 to 93. Yep. As like for him, one of the worst low points of skateboarding. Oh man. Like the industry, not the way he viewed it, right? But the industry. And I always took that and always felt like that only just shows how much that we're just skate rats. We don't even think about anything else. We're like, dude, it could be so the world's gonna die. The world's gonna end in the next fucking couple of weeks, but we're still gonna try to find a skate that spot <laughs> that we've been trying to work on for the past couple of days. You know what I mean? We're gonna go in there and try to get out stuff like there's a lot I, of spots in pretty gnarly in Philly, you know. I I literally had that moment not that long ago when the pandemic was first happening and it was like people were so afraid and it was like you really in the like the whole Trump shit with the the whole Democrat Republican like <laughs> the whole world's ending and we're going through a pandemic and like and the whole world's locked down. I just found, afraid like, afraid up the streets, afraid up yeah, the streets. Yeah, yeah. I skated Patriots place where the where the Foxborough, uh, where the Patriots play their stadium. There was no yeah, one there. Foxborough. I'm like, dude, we're going to fucking skate the Patriots stadium right now because there's no security. It's empty. It's zombie land. We went to IKEA and like took over the IKEA parking lot. There was so much <laughs> shit you could like tip over and skate. And like, it, I was like, I don't even care if the world ends. Like, this is awesome. As long as we have like this ikea parking lot we could turn it into and no one bothering you right yeah, no could, one bothering you do what you want if the atomic bomb fell ricky and, and you didn't even exploded. really think that the fucking the world was gonna end but you didn't really <laughs> care you were like yeah oh, shit this I is the day i got a free day i got a free day and i was like no one's gonna bother me let's just board up this fucking ikea because it's huge and like fortify it we live here we cannibalize each other i don't give a fuck we can still skate <laughs> All right, so look, dude, I want to, dude, because honestly, when I saw this, it's funny that, because obviously you've dealt with it, right? This, this dude, is it like shit for brains is, is his name on um, the message board? Slap, like, slap. I don't know, I don't know if you wrote, no, but it was on, yeah, it was on a slap message board, but I didn't know who, how it all started. This one dude goes, I thought it was super funny. I'm legit hyped that he said that. Shet- Shetler is a skateboarder I generally like. Now, I don't, whatever that person wrote, I don't know what you said, unless you're the one that said, Nine Club Experience says slap is the worst thing in skateboarding. But I don't think you said that. I think nah. that's more of like the, the topic that the message board did, right? I don't even watch, I don't even really watch the Nine Club. I watch some of them because I just don't want to be influenced. So I definitely wouldn't have said that. No, Nothing no, for, no, no, no. I think like I said, I, I'm trying to get, and then, then this dude goes, Shetler is a known crybaby lunatic and he proved it gasp on slap no wonder he was he has hard feelings he made himself such a bitch off here i i, I read that right. like but i mean, look i only because i brought this up for funniness because like honestly there's nothing but just haters on these fucking things and honestly if you bother somebody fuck Dude, more power to you. I want you to buy another person just for fun. Because, love- dude, if you bother two people, that ain't nothing compared to these fucking people just writing bullshit. Someone probably doesn't like to you. It's probably someone who really hates on you who probably lives two blocks down the road. You know what All I mean? Right. Maybe- All right. This is my dream right now. I want to say th- <laughs> I want to say thank you right now, Ricky, because let me just say this to the people listening. Ricky O is bringing up slap. Mm-hmm. 
And I like, I have a love hate relationship with slap. And now Ricky O is bringing it up. And I love that because he's a perfect person to talk to because I admire Ricky O. <laughs> I admire Ricky O. And I always have growing up because Ricky spoke his mind and Ricky was a personality and had a character and he put it into his videos and photos and stuff. And like, he wasn't the stand, he was an individual, a standard, he wasn't a standard carbon copy of something else. And so slap to me is a bunch of people like me broken that want to express themselves. And I am broken and I like expressing myself. And I've been like that over the years since I was a little kid, I dealt with adult heavy shit. And I'm used to dysfunction. So I fit in well at slap. And uh, <laughs> but slap dream, the way it is now wasn't always the way it was. I, I don't you know really, I mean? I'm not, there was a little bit slap. more integrity in the beginning years of slap message boards until <laughs> everything changed. But yeah, it is what it is. So to me, my issue with slap is once I came in to slap and I was beefing about Mike V because I didn't, I had a grievance with Mike Villaley when I was growing up. <laughs> so what? Come at me, whoever wants to. I just, thought, just as long as it's not Mike, right? Yeah, and I like Mike. I love his. <laughs> no, skating. Mike is dude, dude. Mike is fantastic, dude. But like you, Ricky, <laughs> I have a sense of humor. I have a sense of humor, and to me, I like people make fun of me, and it's kind of reverent. Like I feel like it's like a bonding thing, and I like to make jokes too, and it's friendly, as long as you're not, you know, going too ruthless. But like Mike well, V, no, for sure. Mike V to me was a bully because I was a young kid growing up with issues and dysfunction and violence in my life. And Mike V was fighting jocks. And I was like, I like the idea of fighting jocks, but you're still fighting someone. And it's like, spend your time better. So like, to me, that was my first grievance on slap was I wasn't fully on the Mike <laughs> V train. Cause I didn't grow up watching Mike V in his heyday. I grew up when he was doing like driven and like driving around and I admired it. I was like, dude, this guy's got a backbone, a personality. Like he's loved skateboarding. Clearly. I mean, yeah, he's the epitome of a personality. Man. I mean, he, yeah. he is a very, he is a, he's a one. He's, he's a one. I he's admire no one. him. I admire Mike Villaley. Definitely. As much as I like can make fun of him for whatever reason, like the people make fun of me. It's like, I admire <laughs> him. You know what I mean? So, so like that was my first grievance. And then my second one was, I all I stated and fuck all you on slap message board that think I'm wrong. I think Susky should have had a pro model shoe on America. I don't know if he actually ended up having one. He had colorways. And that oh, was my oh, so this is a separate this is a separate grievance, but not with Mike Villaley. Just no, this is this slap message board. Uh, this is just you having family. a problem. Yeah, I got this is something you must have posted. That yeah. people didn't like. Uh, I did. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was a young kid listening to Eminem thinking like, how do I troll people and fuck with them? And here's how I really feel about Susky not having a shoe on America. And I'm sorry. Susky to me is a legend. He has a, a he name. Is, is a fantastic. He has well, he a does, trick he should, named after he him. He shouldn't like, have that. He shouldn't have that trick. I did. I love Susky to death. Also, I'm, I'm right there with you. But as far as the trick. That you're talking about the sussy grind. Yeah. I mean, there was people that, that were doing it before him. And I don't I don't know how okay. that stuck. I don't know how that stuck, but <clears throat> I mean, that's I don't it's not me to be like, you know what I mean, like to be like fucking policing, like, no, there was yeah. people. But I mean, dude, Jerry Fisher used to do that years before that. He used to kickflip into it and he did it on purpose. That's why it's just so unique. But that yeah. the sussy grind, that and KT too, KT grind. I call it KT grind sometimes too, because he did such a steezy ill. He's no, done well, some he, of the best ones, dude. To his steezy is because his hands and his fingers are amazing. But <laughs> but I mean, you're not gonna call a crook grind from KT. You can't do that. It's not right. You know what I mean? Because I mean, you're gonna you know you got the costume, but I mean, you got Dan Paterka who you really. No, but I mean, work. like he did the KT grind, which was a susky grind too. He had a susky grind. He does a really good like. 
Oh, oh, my bad. Crooked. I thought you were yeah, just yeah. KT. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Oh, the K- little tweaker? The little tweaker 5-0? Yeah, sometimes I call it a KT grind because he has no, a easy-ass one, It's the anti-salad, right? Yeah, right. but Susky, so Susky <laughs> had that Susky had that one in the on video. And that's no, I got you, dude. I got you. The fact that you said on video, it already tells you. Don't worry about it. Look, he did it. And honestly, it stuck. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I did I love Susky, but it's it's I don't know how that got to be, but I mean Jerry Fisher used to do it like it was just kind of funny how he did it on purpose to just to be a little slick. Like, that's you know sick. what I mean? I love I'm that. gonna do a five zero, and I'm gonna angle it. Yeah, really. And he just started doing it. And then he started kick flipping into it. And that's why, you know, just knowing I there was people doing it before Susky did it, but it stuck like it stuck. Yeah. And honestly, dude, I don't mind calling a Susky grind. You know what I mean? And, I'm not going to be I... like Susky grind. But by the way, it's really called a Jerry Filler Fisher yeah. or, you know, who else wants to do it? Because I'm sure fucking Brian Lottie didn't Brian Lottie have a fucking ad doing it on like a little red curb. Yeah. So, so to me, I don't even care what people call it. Like I call it a Susky grind or a KT grind. But my grievance was that I think Susky should have had a pro shoe on America. And that's not sure. a knock. That's not a knock on America or anyone. I'm just saying he had a colorway. I thought it would have been sick if he had a pro shoe. I thought he earned a pro shoe. No, I thought it would have been sick too, really. And but the thing is, the time period of when he had a color shoe, maybe, there's internal colorway, workings. Maybe, yeah. But maybe that would have been that that just that was the time period that that's what the business model was was giving people just like Spitfire. You know, they had like fucking bazillion fucking people. But they couldn't get everyone a wheel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah and yeah. I don't know if that's the reason. You know, because I mean, Don Brown. These guys. These these are. These are great human beings, dude. So, and and that might have been a, a difference. It might not have been like he didn't deserve it or whatever, but it also could be a business thing too where he definitely deserved it, but, you know, maybe his shoe, they already projected it wouldn't sell. And so why are you going to waste, spend that money on doing the last and all this other stuff to do it? Um, but I agree with you. But, you know, like your grievance as you call it on a slap massive board by saying that 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 he deserves a shoe and you're mad at america man you can go on all these message boards and there's gonna be so many things of other skateboarders right young kids thinking that this dude deserves this this and this so that's really not like this crazy thing that it was just you expressing but by you expressing that someone obviously had a problem with it and then you had to respond in a negative way to that of course, of course, because I'm a <laughs> fucking child, dude. Sure. So you didn't like that they didn't agree with you. I just like was angry and probably depressed in my life. And I was like, <laughs> I need some dysfunctional people on a message board to argue with me about something so trivial as Susky's pro shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I well, love I like, so that was that's why than, I love that's it. Better that's why than I love it. On Mike v. That's a lot better yeah. than you ripping on Mike V. And I admire, I admire him. And honestly, well, you have to. Yeah. You said it ten times already. I got it. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to admire Mike V. But it's just best if you don't like Mike V. Ah, you know, I probably suggest people don't write about Mike. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's probably better, just because he's from the East Coast. He's from New Jersey. Yeah, he's got attitude, and yeah. he's a hockey player. Fuck, hockey players love to fight. He's Why playing. Me, he's playing playing music still too. I think he was doing Tampa, right? Nah, dude. He's 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 a unique dude. I did. He's a unique dude. Honestly, like, there's there's yeah. not another. And you know, clearly, again, you're you know, Mike V asked me to ride for Poe for Bones, uh, Swiss oh. bearings, what? right? Sick. No, no, but just just think about it. like what I'm telling you is like when he called me for that, you know, I'm like, holy shit, thanks, Mike. 
Like you're not gonna say no to, to Mike. You know, plus it's only barriers, but still, you're not gonna say no. You no, know what I mean? Legend, and he's yeah. wrote such great things, but he's <clears throat> look. I mean, I, I can make fun of Mike as much as anybody else. Like for me, I hated anybody who actually grabbed their board. When you skate street, right? I don't want to see you doing melancholies going down the street. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I would rather not have you do that. Fair and Mike at, the t- Mike at the time grabbed his board a lot. But he was from a different time period than I. But that's like, like when you say like you, we can make fun of anybody. Yeah. You know what? We can. Right. I yeah. do. Mike, me and Mike know how we feel about each other. And that's, it is what it is. But that's, if I was going to make fun of Mike, that's the only thing I would be like, dude, yeah, you grabbed your board a little bit too much. But other than that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and you know, I mean, spoken word, shit, that's, that's some ballsy shit to do. Oh, I you love I mean? that. Like, I love that stuff. I, I love stand driven. Up in front of I love telling what you fucking think. That's yeah. something. And Driven was sick too. I think it was Driven where he like drove around and did demos and stuff. Like, no, he did demos and he did spoken word. Yeah, that's in Driven. No, but I'm saying like, but only so, only just only so. There's only a few people that can that can do that and, and, and pull that off. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, that's enough. That's enough about my dude. My I do. I love Mike. And that's I don't have to fucking joke about it because he already knows. Um, and, and dude, he's already enlisted me in the Hall of Fame. Honestly, like he, like I, yeah, he wrote like a post and he was like, you know. I, you know, something about East Coast, and I, you know, like I embody it, blah blah blah. That's more it. than most. No, honestly, when I read that, I felt that he just fucking indoctrinated in the Hall of Fame. Like I don't need to wait for Transville to call me up to be, hey, you want to be this fucking Hall of Fame? You want to come out to California? Want to do a speech? Want to talk about how great skateboarding is? <laughs> no, I, I do. No, I do. I I love every. I do. I have good relations with so many people in skateboarding. It's amazing how people think that I am. But Mike, when he wrote that. Honestly, when I, I was like, holy shit, I actually didn't even write to Mike after that because yeah. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is that. You know what? That is fucking pristine. What am I going to ruin it? What am I going to say something to ruin it? No. Yeah. And no. Let me Mike Valeri is a time period. Mike Valeri is, <laughs> is, he's incredible, honestly. And I, you know what? When we, what we did in Philly, because we didn't want to move away from Cal, like, to, we didn't have to want to move to California. There's only one person I thought that could have done what we did and had the impact and the, the, the leg to stand on to do it was Mike V. But oh, Mike yeah. V is before me, and he didn't have the thoughts that way that we did, nor that he skate Philadelphia, which actually helped conjure those thoughts. But how powerful of a person he was, right? I mean, dude, he's in a photo as a young kid with Gons and Natus poking his head whatever you know what i mean like Sick. that one life to be whatever ad it was i mean that's just like that's history in skateboarding honestly and coming from the east coast there's, there's really who else before that is is like that dude i know markovich is from florida i know Mon- mullins oh, from yeah. florida and mcgill's from florida which is that's ridiculous i even said that but still you know what <laughs> i mean like who who really cares but mike v for what we what we believed in what we thought moving forward mike v would have been the only other person I thought that really could have done it. Really could have been like, I don't want to move to California, right? But he wasn't in that position to do so. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Mike V's Mike, different time period. Mike V is Mike V to us. You know what I mean? That's so. That's I think that's what I think we I think we figured it out and solved it. I make fun of people sometimes <laughs> when they're bigger than life because it's like no one's bigger than skateboarding. That's me. Like I made fun of Niger too, and people got mad at me. I'm like. 
I made fun of his shorts. So what? Like, you know, what's crazy, dude? He's probably That's laughing funny, at dude. it. <laughs> dude, he, dude, he's laughing at he's at the bank teller. You know what I'm saying? He's sitting there like watching all that money. He's like, yo, roll out that fucking gold. Anthony Shetler is making fun of my shorts. <laughs> hey, Anthony, you want one of these gold bars? You're like, you know, he doesn't give a shit. But the Ricky, funny Ricky, you say that, because honestly, what's in say you wear shorts and I'm making fun of you wear regular shorts. I'm actually <laughs> amazed. There's no other person that I think that can pull off those shorts that he does. I'm actually, I think that's incredible. Niger and gold shorts if, is the best thing Nig- I've heard in a long time. Niger and gold Look, shorts, Ricky, you just If fucking, you wore thank those you, shorts, thank you. I would only focus on the shorts <laughs> and not your skating. When Niger skates with those crazy shorts, I still only focus on the skating. Who can pull that off? 95% of all skateboarders can't pull it off. And I don't know how he did, but he's doing it. He like he looks fucking fine. He looks fine. I have to say, he's this. in that fucking. Dude. He didn't win the Olympics. He got. He didn't get top. Did he get top three? He didn't. I don't think he did. He didn't. Oh, dude, he did. Dude. <laughs> he sleeps on gold bars, man. Like you, like <laughs> I was. He re- on I was gold bars. Hey, I, I was, mean, look, dude. Him getting out of the car, going across the street, and doing that fifty-fifty. Do you know how fucking gay that was, dude? I was, that was so lame. I couldn't believe it, but. Oh man, it is bad. He like, did it. Uh, what was it? Was it like? Wasn't it like a um, Lamborghini? Did <laughs> lady like a a Lamborghini? Ollie's up the curb and the fifty fifties down like this fucking long ass rail. It was like cringe worthy. It was so cheesy. It was so yeah, cheesy. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, his upbringing was a little bit different. He had pesky fucking parents involved and stuff like that. But dude, he's incredible. He doesn't make me want to go skateboarding. He, like he's like day one. They're, like he's pretty too good. Like he's too good. It's unrelatable. Even, yeah, da- yeah, even yeah. day one can't wear those fucking shorts and get away with it. He could. Like, no, Nowadays, no, he could. No, he can't. He dude, he if can't. Jaw's he, doing it, if Jaw's doing it, not, no. dude, day one could definitely do it. Nobody can do it. Jaw's <laughs> the only no one can do it. If Jaw's did it, he goes down 50 downstairs. He doesn't do it every time. He's going to fall a couple times. He's got bloody-ass knees with his fucking short shorts. And Imagine then we're gonna that care. guy's knees. And then do you think I'm going to care that he fucking ollies 70 stairs? I'm like, damn! Look at those fucking knees, dude. That's fucking, dude. Brutal, and he brutal. dare, he dared wear those Niger shorts. That's incredible. <laughs> Honestly, that's what they're called. They're called the Niger shorts, and no one actually should ever do it. I'm actually amazed that he got away with it. But dude, like he's in that commercial for fucking whatever the sport, the football bullshit. He does yeah. the fucking backside tail side with the LA fucking Rams jersey. Yeah, dude, yeah. in those shorts, in My- those shorts. <clears throat> My favorite Nija is when he was young with the dreads and just like ahead of his time. Basically, uh, what was it? Not eye level. What was it? Didn't he have what was this coming? What was it? It was called? um. Wait, wait, wait for it, Ricky. It was iron. No, it three was it I? No, three I letters, I. right? Yeah, it wasn't um, ill. It wasn't ill. No, it, no, it was stupid. What it was, right? Oh, I got it. It was dumb. He had like a nappy headed dude, right? Like Rasta dude on the fucking graphic. I think Stevie had a graphic like that too for profile. But, like, when he was that kid, that was my favorite. When he was that young, he was, like, a 13, 14, maybe 12-year-old, this, like, long dread. Well, you already did say earlier, you don't like people who are bigger than life, right? It's not that I don't like them. It's just, like, (laughs) it's just that no one's above skateboarding. It's, like, when things... Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Someone gets to, like, Nyjah, where he's, like, selling skateboarding through Nike to the masses. It's, like, he can take a joke. Well, no, I'm sure he can. I mean, if you haven't talked to him, he might. I mean, honestly... He's wearing those shorts for a reason, and he like, knew he was gonna get fucking dogged on it. But he probably didn't realize that some old school motherfucker is like, dude, he looks all right, no shorts. Plus, you know, like, probably, Rick, like Ricky, to me, 
like it's cool if you can win a contest and have all trophies and shit but like we've already discussed how deep skating can be to some people well like, no for sure but he's and i know a different said, time period he I, know, I'm, I know. I'm not, dude. I don't want to go skate with him, dude. Like, there'll be no fun whatsoever. I don't even skate with myself. It probably would. Let alone go skate with him. It'd but probably dude, be fun, dude. <laughs> it would what? probably be fun. It would be cringy. It'd be cringy, but it'd probably be fun. Come on, it'd be funny. No, I, I, it'd be cringy. <laughs> it'd be cringy that I couldn't get up on a goddamn curb and he's doing all kinds of stuff. But he comes from a different time period, dude. Tell he me comes you can't nollie flip. Period. Tell me you can't nollie flip. If I give you a half an hour warm up and some, oh stretching. half hour, I get yeah half hour. I can do it. It'd be it ain't gonna look good. Toes gonna no, drag. I, no, 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 no. My feet are going right. I all just right, it's right. not. There's not gonna be no velocity. There's gonna be no air under my wheels. That's fine. I mean? That's fine. Sometimes no, I like I'll, a soggy, <laughs> soggy one, dude. I'll flutter that damn thing right. <laughs> Boom. If you give me a half hour, yeah. So now yeah. we're talking about time restraints. I'm good with time restraints. You know what I mean, but. Some if you want to tell me, go tell me five tries. It's going to take me five tries to just bend down the right way, let alone <laughs> fucking get, right? Fuck that, dude. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so he's, look, I'm glad you mentioned the shirt because honestly, I joke with the shorts with like with Pat and traffic dudes and honestly, they actually make fun of me because they're younger than me, but honestly, it's rightfully a, so. It's dude. actually, it might be one of the most impressive fucking things that anyone's ever pulled off in skateboarding is him looking good in those shorts. He didn't look good it's, in those shorts. I he looks dude. good in those shorts. He no, it. no, you're gay. You might be gay. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, a little bit. What, a little what, bit. Is, semi. Is that a problem? Is that a problem? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Live your life, dude. I don't care. That's as long right. as you no, enjoy dude, yourself. Dude, I, dude, it's a, it's, I think it's, I think it's actually something amazing that he just, it just does. It's, it's, it's crazy. All right. So, look. Is, so I admire <laughs> Nigel on his, <laughs> let's talk about Nigel a little more. I admire why. Him. No, I don't. I don't. So I, don't I admire no, his. No, no, just nothing against Nigel. But why are we gonna waste our fucking good skateboarding uh, knowledge on what we already talked about? What else right. is there to talk about other than his shorts? So the, he's good at skateboarding and shorts. Shorts, right. good skateboarding. Shorts, good skateboarding. <laughs> I don't even know how many gold medals he's got, but I know none, how many pairs none. of shorts he's zero, got. Zero, zero, zero. He didn't win the Olympics. He did great though. He made it. Oh, to the no, he doesn't get gold medals in in X Games. Oh, maybe you might be right. You might be right. He probably has a whole closet of trophies, dude. Oh, dude. Um. All right. To end it. To end it. I'm just gonna say that I admire his career, knowing his story. <laughs> like I like his story. He grew up in a. He had like family uh-huh. things with a company, and then he like he's really good at what he does. But <clears throat> skateboarding to me has always been like video parts, and not just like banger video parts, but like style I know, but he's and younger. pushing he should, and lines. He a different time, like, but he was. He was pushed into this, this know, way of thought. I know, I know. But I'll but... tell you what, I was impressed after all the bullshit. He was, he was Niger, right? But did that one Nike video part that he came out with when he fucking was going for it and eating shit His on the fucking couple of uh, reps? No, I'm talking about he was eating shit. Yeah. And like, honestly, when I saw him eat shit and like just run back up, I mean, that's the skateboarding enough that I need. We're all skateboarding. Mean? And I actually, We're all you know what? I don't think he was wearing the shorts at that time. <laughs> he might have been, though. <laughs> that's true. He might have been. That's true. That's true. No. I right, so look. I right, so look. Just a jump. Did you get married in ESXLs or did your buddy get married in, in the ESXLs? Oh, not me. I didn't get married yet. I'm engaged. Right, so, no, but one of your friends then got married because somehow your name, when I'm looking up your name, this little tidbit, and I wrote it down because, I mean, ESXLs is one of my favorite shoes ever. Which my first Castell shoe was, I told Don Brown, I'm like, yo, dude, I love your shoe. I stole most of all the, the blueprint of it 
for my first shoe. And he was super cool about it. Right. But, um, well that, all right. So I guess it really doesn't make shit of a difference if it wasn't for you, but if one of your your buddies, one of your buddies got married in ESXLs for sure. All right. right, So that's most likely because we ran the excels (laughs) because those shoes were epic. And then that brings me to Castell because I, had such a boost as a kid from Castell because I sent them a sponsor me tape because I was watching you guys and they wrote me a handwritten letter being like, this is sick. Like, keep going, basically, you know, but like they responded to me with a Did it have a name? Letter. Did it have a name to it? Because I, I mean, look, the people who own Castell own Ezekiel, right? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and Vinny and the dudes who owned it, they were very um, like your church going, right? I, I like religion. I'm not religious, oh, I know, I thought, but no, I love, no, no, I love, right, I've no. taken a lot from religion in my life. No, no, no for sure. But I, there's certain life. things that I've read, I've seen. You, like, look, my girl's like that. They're all good. You know what I'm saying? But religions, they, religions help me, but I'm not subscribing to anything. I just, no, say, no, no, I've no, taken sure. the ideas Some, in. Some's other, but like those dudes who owned all that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them were like that. And they were very, very nice. Yeah. I know. They're very, very like considerate. That. Very. Uh, polite um so you know you getting that letter doesn't seem surprising you know what i mean and it made a huge difference and that's where religion maybe if it was influenced by religion that's another i don't know if it is that just it seems you know <laughs> i wonder you know what i mean like they were kind they were nice people yeah they had good ethics they like thought about me as a person and sent me that letter and it dude that <laughs> gave me such a boost because i was like really stoked on the footage i sent them and like they could they must have been able to tell i was really trying you know yeah, I'm for sure. And it didn't last that long anyways, you know what I mean? But it was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. A couple of years. How'd that, how'd that start? Or how did you get involved with that one? Uh, they called the shop, I think. They called Sub-Zero and stuff like that. And I was going back and forth with some other ones. And then, you know, they just, they offered me the the, the deal to get, it, to get a shoe eventually. And, um, you know, and it's crazy because if you look at it, um, you know, and I, I, I believe I actually... You know, I've messaged with uh, Alfonso Rolls. Not much, you know what I'm saying? But I bought a shirt off of him for the thing he's got going on. And I've, yeah. I've gone back to him. He, he's a he's very lovely. He's a very nice dude. And he's amazing. How amazing he was as a skateboarder back in the day, too, was. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in the end, were all these companies, like when I got on, it was in a way almost to either replace Ronnie Bertino or Alfonso Rolls. You know what I mean? Like, so when I got on, then Jesse Paez got on, Steve Olson. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, some of us we're replacing those dudes, right? So it was uh, Ronnie Bertino, Alfonso Rawls, and Chris Lambert, right? Wow, yeah. So when I got on and, and that stuff started, uh, you know, progressing that way, so in a weird way, like I'm replacing one of those dudes. And, you know, there's no replacing me with Alfonso or even me with, with Ronnie or, or Chris. I'm me. They were they, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't know how they ran their shit, which... They did Ezekiel pretty fucking good, but uh, Castell might have been a little bit harder for them, and eventually maybe that why was you know why they their demise came about. You know what I mean? Like my demise came about when I got in trouble in Australia for the most part, but you know they were already on the way out realistically because I was rocking the shoes that I was riding in my Australia were my uh, prototypes for my third model that was supposed to come out that I was super stoked on. More than the other ones, but that never came out because of the company went, you know, they did whatever they did. What happened? And this was 99. When I got, I got in trouble. I got in a bar fight in Australia and, you know, I mean, I had to do with the pool cue and I got in trouble and they said I would be released, but 
uh, because I, you know, the guy got hurt a little bit more than initially diagnosed. Then I had to, I had to, I had to stay in jail for a couple of days. Oh, and man. in all, in, in all, I went from the city jail to this remand center and I was there for 30 days. And then when, on my 30th day, it's crazy. They sentenced me to nine months, but they gave me bail on that day, but they never gave me bail before then. They were using that I was an American professional skateboarder thinking that I have tons of money. They were just playing with me. And that's just something I had to go through. But that was that time period in the first half of 1999. Whoa, that's heavy. I still had, I mean, 30 days in jail was no fun. Don't get me wrong. But um, it was more of a remand center. So people who messed up there, it affected their court cases. Move. So I didn't really have to deal with too much bullshit. It's just that. I just, there's nothing I can do. And when I got out, you know, Curry and all those dudes picked me up and went to the bar, had some beer and played some pool. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you end up? What happened? What was the beef? How did oh, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go whole thing. He just did. He was making fun of me on the pool table and he thought he was having a good time because really, you know, out of all the times you've been on travels, right. And you're in foreign countries or wherever. I don't care. You could be in Atlanta. For all I care, right? Yeah. But you know how much fun it is when you're on vacation? So fun. And you're just, you're just, you're just yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you can just let loose a little bit. Well, these three dudes were actually from Queensland and were only in Sydney for a couple of days, right? Um, for like a, a weekend cricket match, however that works out. So when they heard my voice having a problem with this old dude, they were like, and they asked me my name, where I was from, Philadelphia, America, you sound blah, blah, blah. And I said, my name, Ricky. And they were like, oh, that we call you Dick in Australia. Oh, and I'm shit. like, all right, that, I was like, all right, that's funny. You know what I mean? It <laughs> didn't bother me because the place that I was at was called Regis. And when I was there a year and a half prior, I went there and played pool every day. So I spent almost three months in Australia the first time I was there. So I was very familiar with all this area. And I knew that Australians love to make fun of Americans. It doesn't, nothing really bothered me at all. Right. And this is like midnight kind of, and I'm, you know, I'm lit. I got there at nine in the morning. So when I go in there, this dude, you know, he says this shit. So when I start playing this fucking dude, this dude's really fucking good and smoking me. So every time I miss a (laughs) shot, one of the dudes go nice shot, Dick. And you know, I'm like, all right, dude. So, but after a while, he did it a couple times. I get it. Oh. And I eventually was like, dude, that's all good. Dude, I don't really mind. It's actually funny. You're on, you know, and I, I did not, I did not know they were on vacation at that time. I thought all the, if those three dudes were together, but I thought all of these people were together. And I'm like, dude, all right. So I asked him, hey, you know, you had a good time. Dude, it's, it's funny. And he shook my hand. And when I, when he shook my hand, I thought, all right, this is how it's done. When we shake hands, it's a done deal. So the next time I missed, he fucking said it again. And, dude, I didn't look at him. I didn't say anything. I actually, when I lost to the dude, I walked away. I shook the dude's hand, right, to do what I was playing pool with, who eventually, that I know, wasn't with these people. I walked away, and it just so happened that that night, the day that I got there, that day, I mean, dude, like fucking Huff, Hernandez, all these New Yorkers were in Sydney. Like, I was, we were all out at the bar together and i walked up to these people I'm like dude i don't know what i'm gonna do man but i need your backup I'm like sure ricky so i walked back with these two young girl strangers that i'm friends with sport and nigel they're the only ones that were there that saw everything and they played after me so when that dude who said dick played the game after my buddies played 
I grabbed the pool cue and I sat between all these pools. There's like 30 pool tables here, <laughs> by the way, right? It's, it's, a, it's a nice spot. Dance floor, nice bar, but like all these tables, right? Nice tables, second floor of a, of a high-end restaurant underneath. And I just sat there. And honestly, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. But I'll tell you, when he bent down and go shoot that shot, not, it was after the break because he didn't break, right? I don't know if it was the first shot. I don't care what it was. All I know is, dude, I'm going to get this guy. I flipped over the stick and I hit him like a baseball bat in the face. And <laughs> it's funny. It's not, it's funny. Look, I learned a lesson from it and he learned a lesson too. And it didn't have to get there. Right. But that's, that is what happened. And so I then got, you know, I got in trouble that night. I got to stay in city jail. And then because I was denied bail, I had to go to this remand center and when I was there, like, you know, Curry, you know, a couple of dudes came to visit me and stuff like that. I would talk to him on the phone. Um, this, I was in that remand center when the trans world came out and I don't know what year it is, but I had a Castell ad in that issue. And I also had, um, Ryan G came over to my warehouse and I have that Ollie or uh, the wall ride to fakie that is on the glass, not the nicotine one right years before yep. that but yep. it was in my warehouse and it was like kind of like uh uh orangish yellowish whatever it was black and white it was a sick photo honestly i fucking loved it it was just we just rigged up this wood up to my my huge window like i lived in a warehouse and the windows were huge That's so they're really thick glass that issue came out when i was in jail whatever year That's i mean insane. it was <laughs> yeah it, was, it might have been the may issue May issue or whatever of 99 uh, of Transworld. But, um, but that's the reason why I got in trouble over there. But I was there and I wasn't allowed. After I was released, right, out on bail, yeah. I was still able. I was there for another four and a half months. I was there in Australia for a week shy of six months. And, I mean, I wrote when I came home, like, uh, I took photos and I had two pictures. I had like a little two page interview with Thrasher. I got to write the whole story. You know what I mean? Like I wrote exactly what happened. I wrote all these little facts about it. Um, it is what it is. I mean, it's an experience I had to deal with and it really wasn't that big of a deal. Wait, it's in Thrasher? Really? Yeah. It's, do you I, know what a, issue? Uh, I do. It's in the book behind me. Like I, not the issue, but I mean, because of the thing for, um, 15th and JFK, I'm writing all these different things for reference. So yeah, I know it's somewhere over there. But that's sick. Yeah. It's it like it's gotta be the late late the Thrasher one is late 99 or right at 2000. Um because it's right when I got home. And when I got home, like in July of 99, the street photo that I did in Philly, I actually took on the birthday, my birthday, the night of my birthday, my buddy Andrew Turr took the photo of me doing a blunt side transfer um, at, um, you know, in, you know, East Exposure 3, that poster? Yep. Do you remember that poster? Yeah, yeah. We all had one photo, right? Yep. Well, my photo was like a 50-50, a backside 50-50 that transferred to a frontside 50-50 over a parking garage thing, right? Yeah. Why well, blunt? I did a blunt slide, tail side transfer on that. And that was my street photo in that article for me talking about me getting in trouble in Australia. And the other photo was uh, David Dare was a photographer from Australia that I was good friends with. He shot, I did like a, you know, the Bondi had this famous mini ramp. I did a, a backside alley grab, like a melancholy on yeah. the mini ramp. 
that was the two photos that I had for that article. Damn or sick. My little two-page little image again that I basically just told you that I fucked up and I endured. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so wait, so you did blunt side up and then front tail down? It was set up like no, that? No, 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 no. So, so, uh, and Matt Reason had a sequence back in the day doing a switch ollie. But look, so when you, there's like a, it's a parking garage, right? So the one mm-hmm. side, the left is the flat part, right? Mm-hmm. The right side entrance is a ramp that goes upward. That's got like the lines in it. So it's hard to ride on. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So what everything we did is we went on the right side and as the, 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 the wall that goes upward yep. gets higher from the flat ground on the other side. Right. Yeah. 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 So basically what it is, is you come from the right side and I did, you know, it's, it's like a two and a half inch fucking wall type thing. But I did a backside 50, 50. Cause I'm coming from the backside side. Yeah. When I grind the 50, 50, I literally coming off of front side 50, 50 and I got to drop the gap. Damn, so, that's sick. There, so the tail side, the blunt side was the same thing is that I'm going upward, right? There's no up and down. It's just yeah. that you go upward and the more you go upward, right? The farther the drop is. So, you know, yeah, if yeah, you can yeah. see in my east, in my in the underachievers part, you can see my 50 50 that I did. You can see you don't grind that far because the farther you grind, the more you fucking come off this big ass height. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. the wall is pretty high on the one side, but that's the same spot that also, in that reason, did a switch wally over the wall and then down the gap uh, in some trans world type thing. I had this yeah. photo. I found this. I think this was you. You're doing a photo. It's like a glass wall, like a window or something. Yeah. And you- Oh no, that's my that, that's what I'm saying. That's that my is. nicotine. So that's the one where you have to ollie up. In East Exposure, I do the regular wall ride in a line. I kiff up up the curb. I do it, and then I come up out of the curb and I do a front side wall ride on it. That's yeah, yeah. that same spot is what you're showing me, which yeah. is the the water fakey. And you know, we it just worked out because like G was like, dude, I wonder if this doors is open because yeah. that right to my left there's a door you open and people can go into the ATM. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. so G went in there. I'm like, oh shit. So we did that photo, which became out, you know, that's I mean, it so came out great. I mean, it's a very yeah. iconic type photo from a nicotine ad. Um, and that's what I mentioned when I'm talking about the wall ride to fakie in my warehouse was yeah. much higher. Um, but it, it was so much better in such a way because of uh, the glass cube window that the warehouse had. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like those yeah. thick fucking blocks. Yeah. Um, but that was way back in the day. There was um, there was another photo I wanted to ask you about too. Um, was this like I think you just front boarded up the pole jam? Oh yeah, no, and that's that's like a juniper one. Like that's it's in my um, you know, it's in my parts as well. I mean, I've done like that that trick where you kind of slappy fucking front side board up. Did I? Did it feels great? That one felt great because it's like it was short and sweet. But I've had like three photos. I had a Castell photo of it. Um, I have one that uh, Josh Stewart did a couple of years ago um, in New York, right? I, I had some black fucking cruiser wheels because I'm getting old. I don't want to fucking have hard ass wheels anymore, right? I get that. But that one <laughs> of the bunch was my favorite because of just the way that the style is. But yeah. I also like it that I'm off the pole and launching <laughs> out. And yeah. the other ones, the poles were a lot longer that I'm still on the pole with the photo taken. Yeah, this one's because so you're was, launching yeah. off for sure. Yeah, no, that one, yeah, yeah, G, yeah, man, G did some magic, man. G had, you know, we took some really good photos with G back in the day. Yeah, he seems like the man. 
what from what I can gather from just photos and like little bits. Yeah, of yeah. No, I mean, look, he, you know, we all have a pluses and minuses, dude. But no, G is the man. I haven't talked to him in a while, but dude, he he definitely came to Philly when Philly was fucking popping. Um, and you know, he stayed with me when he came over, then he started staying with Jim Menser, and then he finally moved down. Dude, it worked out. It worked out. Uh, it was just the timing of it, but it really stemmed from Philly making this push that made started making like the G's and the Wolves and everyone else starting to come to Philly because they were hearing that, dude, you go there as a media guy, dude, you're going to get photos every day, you're going to get fucking clips every day and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I read an interview back in the day with G was talking about this and he was like, yeah, you know, I just didn't really want to compete with anybody in New York. And I, it's just tough for me for being older and knowing all these different true facts. And I'm like, and I read that, I'm like, dude, G, come on, dude. You didn't fucking come to Philly because you don't want to compete with people in New York. We made you come. Like it was, it was there for the taking. And I'm glad that he did. I mean, I'm yeah. stoked that he came out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's it's funny. So you mentioned, you mentioned kid flip and you, you say your favorite trick is a kid flip, right? In one of your, yeah. your one of the interview, right? And it's funny too, because I, I told you I was going to joke about it. Right. So you think your favorite, your favorite trick is a kid flip, right? And you guessed that Andrew Cannon's favorite trick was a Benihana. <laughs> dude, anything with a Benihana needs to go to, it needs to just be buried. Right? No one ever sees, never, never needs to see that trick ever again. It should never have been invented, realistically. No, oh, no. I think a rollerblader invented that trick. I oh, think. dude. Do you know who started? <laughs> do you, this is where the joke is. Jamie Thomas just love it. I couldn't handle it. Chris Yerglite was an amazing skate from Philly. I think he had a checkout. At Love Park doing a Benihana. And I was like, dude, that's, that's, dude, dude, dude. Judas, Judas. I'm not even religious, but I think that's not, I think that's sacrilegious. Can I say sacrilegious? That's sure. the way it is. You can do whatever you yeah. want, man. You're I, alive. I just think should have never happened. Benihana should have never been invented. No one should have ever done it. And I'm glad that when you did it in that one clip, you fell. Oh, dude. I'm glad Over I fell the hip? too. I'm glad. So I'm glad because I didn't want to see, I didn't, you know what? I'm embarrassed if I, if you would have landed it. If you would have landed it, what if you would have rode away and put your hands up? I would have oh, no. been like, oh, no. dude. No. No. That's a double whammy right there. there Benny Hanna landed and hands up. There was a kid around here that would do that. He'd put his hands up and we'd call them touchdown because he's like, he's touchdown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. No, yeah, dude. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. <laughs> I'm you want to hear, hear an interesting <laughs> fact about the Olympics? <clears throat> sure. The The people that created the skateboarding committee for the Olympics it are, is a rollerblading crew. It's rollerblading gang. Choo-choo. <laughs> rollerblading gang, dude. The rollerbladers. So rollerblades, they make money off of it too? They got skateboarding into the Olympics. The rollerbladers did it for you. Well, it, it, yeah, I'm sure they helped, but I mean, dude, you got Neil, right? I'm all just kidding. I'm just All kidding. these judges, all these judges. I mean, dude, Pat didn't really seem like he gave a fuck that it was in the Olympics, but you know. All right, I, I didn't. I, really, I, didn't wa- I didn't watch it, but I, I'll tell you. Like, it didn't seem like like seven year olds were winning. Uh, so I like, watched- they, they, in the girls section. It seemed like the kid was like, oh, they, these people didn't even hit puberty yet, and they're winning fucking gold medals in the Olympics." Yeah, I think the Chinese. Team what other like sport has someone who hasn't hasn't got their period win a gold medal? Yeah, is there another know. sport that hasn't? Because I'm beach volleyball. They, I mean, they got their period. I never, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yo, they, they, I watched, I only watched the skateboarding side of things. I don't think I watched the woman's. Maybe I did, but uh, the skateboarding stuff, uh, I watched. That's probably the best bet. Bit. 
I missed oh, the no, Bulls. No, no, no. Gomio, however you say it, that dude, he's like a ninja. He's so incredible. It's incredible how incredible that kid is, dude. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, Yodi. I don't know, Yogi, Yodi, um, Hodi. Oh, Hold on. You're, I don't know, dude. He's incredible. Honestly, dude, I don't care what his name is. He's actually incredible. Uh, and it's almost like, you know, in Japan, I was almost like, you know, without watching it, I was like, ah, I hope he wins. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it be fucking a great day for the Japanese skate scene that one of their own won the fucking Olympics while they're hosting the Olympics? Or was it, ja- was it Japan or China? They were in Japan the Olympics. No, 2020 the, was in Japan, right? Dude, the Olympics were in Japan. It was 2020 Olympics held in 2021, right? Yeah, it was 2020 held in 2021. Yeah, it was confusing. Yeah, but it was the in course Japan. said 2020. No, it was in Japan. I was in Japan before the Olympics, and it's crazy. When you're on the train, they yeah. had these commercials, you know, in the trains in Japan, like you can watch shit, like video type stuff. And they had these commercials for skateboarding in the Olympics with these stick figures. Whoa. Like doing kickflips over things, <laughs> dude. It was awesome. And honestly, I, I dude, I did my best to try to film it, but it's like they didn't, they weren't consistent. And I wasn't gonna sit there in a busy ass fucking Japanese train having my camera. You know, I mean, I, I'm taller than them, but still, I'm holding my camera up to this video screen, just waiting for this fucking thing, not realizing I probably can go online and just look it up, right? Yeah. But they were promoting the Olympics like crazy when I was there with the traffic team, and we had so much fun. Japan's but, sick, right? I've been there uh, once a long time ago, but it's it was like over a decade ago. But I yeah, saw dude, that it, edit you guys made, and it was I watched it multiple times. It's so good. I've seen yeah, there's a couple different stuff. ones that we did. You know what I mean? Like the one that we did where we made a video out of it was when I was still skating, skating more often, still in the beginning of the down, was uh, the the Tokyo transfer where I wanted to do it where it was interview based, where we talked in front of the camera and get people involved. Yeah. It was. It was meant to be for them and not, you know, like, look, most people, most companies, like say the girl team goes out to California or to Japan or wherever, right? And they do these, they film everything and they come out and it's like the way they put it out, it's for the normal consumption of skateboard, right? Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Everyone really does it. I just wanted to be a little bit more personal and I wanted it to be for them i wanted to be the 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 subtitles to be in japanese and vice versa you know what i mean and get all the people that were with us while we were there and it really was just if like say you watched it right and then the the what i really wanted to is when people have a little bit of a history of how we think about skating in japan is right but when you actually go there how it really is for someone who it's, it's not easy to be able to talk Japanese. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, fortunately for us being skateboarders and our network, there's always someone there to order food for us if we get in trouble, you know, and all that jazz. Um, but that was the one. And then the latest one that I'm thinking you're probably talking about is uh, push left or push right. You know what I mean? We had two different videos that way. Yeah, you know what yeah I mean? but, that's the one I was you know, And we were, you know, we want, you know, we definitely wanted to promote Hiroki because Hiroki is such a good fucking skateboarder. We wanted to, us visiting Hiroki over there. You know what I mean? But yeah, Japan's awesome. Don. I, I, there's nothing, you know, they're, they're so fucking nice. It's, it's ridiculous. And, but, you know, you can't really skate, skate the way that we do through our cities, the way you'd like to over there. Because they're just fucking, you just get busted within five seconds to all these amazing fucking spots. Yeah. Oh, um. It's Yuto. That's his name. I couldn't remember his name either. Yuto. And he's an Olympian. Yeah, that's, but it's Yuto. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's, he's incredible. 
Yeah. It's outrageous how incredible he is. Oh, you have to be to get to that point. I just kind of clown on it a little bit because to play that game of just being the best at winning contests just seems like a nightmare to me. I'd rather just like film video parts. and Like if you could paint your skateboard career and like make it however you wanted it, it would be like filming video parts and uh, photos and just like building. No, the way, well, and, I, mean, no, I mean, the way I grew up is the way that I grew up and I'm, I'm all about it, uh, right? Those, they just, yeah, I just have to, I just have to let go of my old way of thought some in some ways when like, like that dude that you're mentioning and just the way that, I mean, look, half the dudes in the contest, I don't even know the fucking names. Like, yeah, you know I, know. I don't know I don't where know. they come from. I don't know what the fuck they do. You gotta be into you know like, watching I'm sure sports, they can 50, 50 a rail. I'm sure they can do all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Right. But you gotta but, be like, into sports, like, Ricky, but you gotta be into sports. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I don't really watch it, but, were you ever is, into watching sports like uh, basketball, football? No, no I watch sports all the time. Hockey? I mean, honestly, we just got fun. Hockey's my favorite. What? And yeah, and I know you like basketball because, you know, you affiliate yourself more with a black man than a white man. So <laughs> I understand. So true. I, it's I, so I understand true. Why black, I understand it's, why basketball is your favorite. I got it, right? But I'll so tell you, true. the New York Knicks just smoked the Sixers yesterday, and that's oh. not okay. And Good then. You know, and the Flyers, you know, they play tonight at 10 o'clock. Yeah, I watch it. I've, I've been watching the World Series, even though we're not in it. It's the Braves versus the Astros. But, Ooh. yeah, no, honestly, dude, I'm, 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 I'm all about sports. And did, like that. Jim so, Abbott, did Jim Abbott used to play for the um... – the, Jim Abbott sounds like a Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals, dude. The, but was it Jim Abbott that had one arm and was a pitcher? Am I, am I oh, I have no, oh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> dude, I have no idea. He didn't play for the Phillies. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm going to try to look up Jim Abbott real quick. Hold on, let's see. Jim Abbott, baseball. I might be wrong on the name, but, dude, there was a professional baseball player that had one arm. He pitched. Yeah, we do. What about fucking Atani right now? He fucking, he's, a hall, he's, a, he's an all-star for a, being a pitcher and a hitter. You know what I mean? Dude, what? That's gnarly. All right, so James. No, that's just here. James Anthony Abbott is an American former baseball pitcher. Uh, he is known for his success as a major league level despite – Well, he only needed one arm. Yeah, despite being bo- <laughs> I mean, be born without a right hand. He didn't have a right hand. Yeah, he had the, so, he would hold the glove in his like little little baby like hand or his like his little, his, his little club, <laughs> whatever you call it. It's probably a term, but his aunt, his arm where his hand should be. No, for sure, a term that we both don't know, but yes, yeah, we can visual, we can definitely visualize it, right? I knew I, I knew I remember watching that dude play. It was crazy because he'd have to like throw uh, the baseball glove around, like and catch it in his armpit and like put it back on and stuff. It was amazing what he could nah, do. I will look, look. So you talk about some of the things. I I wanted to talk about some of the things that when I watched all your fucking shit, right? Some of the things that stuck out. And I told you when I wrote to you, it didn't have to be top five or whatever you think was the best that I or you have ever done, but things that stuck out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's funny because you it's not funny, but it's funny that kickflip is your favorite trick, right? Yeah. Is what you said in the thing. But you have like some amazing kickflip, like the kickflip photo at the, at in, um, uh, what school 11, right? Over, yeah, off yeah, the bricks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but most people didn't skate that spot that way other than bikers. Yeah. That's wild. No, no. Cause I mean, look, I mean, I, you know, look, my buddy, um, Sean, he ollie from flat over the rail in. Whoa. On the side and on the side that you did it, right? Yeah, and people have done some amazing dude, people have done amazing stuff there, right? But I know I've seen bike videos where they go from where you went 
You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I went there one day. I've always only one day. I don't think I was skating that day, but I went there only one day. I've been there more recently. Well, not recently, but my buddy, my son is like a little BMX wheelie kid, what? right? And up in Patterson, New Jersey, it's pretty big over there. So my, my son wants me to drive his ass fucking hour and a half so he can ride his bike all fucking day. Well, the one times I did it, I, ho- I called up Andy Batista, who Ooh. grew up right in Clifton, right? So he took me to his buddy's um, brewery, which is like Ghost Hawk Brewery. My son's riding his fucking bike doing wheels all day, and Andy and I are drinking beer all day at the, <laughs> at the brewery, which is pretty sick, right? It worked um, out nice. <laughs> but right around where all that is, when I make a wrong turn, I, go, I went past this spot that I'm like, holy shit, that's so close to where he grew up, where Andy Batista grew up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the kid flip was so caught. It was amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it was an epitome. It's an amazing kickflip, right? So that was the first yeah, kickflip, right? Yeah. Then, obviously, I mentioned the last time we spoke about the double brick banks. Oh, Roxbury. Yeah, Roxbury. Man. Yeah, dude, I Rimes, went there yeah. once. I mean, I don't know if we went to the skate or wherever they just showed us. Or we get, No, I think we got kicked out as soon as we pulled up. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I know you've done more flip tricks into the one bank, scoop down to the second, right? But I don't know yeah. how many things you actually did to the second, but Honestly, when you did that kid flip, no one else did anything more than an Ollie before that, right? I don't think so. I don't know for sure, but I just know that I don't I, think so either. Yeah. I, I mean I, that's there. but I think someone might have 180 to Ollie 180, which is a 180 seems fucked up if you ride switch. I would rather fucking thing. try to kid flip the 180 into that fucking thing. Dude, yeah. And there's yeah, no me doubt. Me too. Me too. Um Ron Who would Diley, do that? I think Ron Diley 180 into it or maybe switch Ron from Ron's so good. I know Ron. No, no. I mean, I don't know Ron, but I know New York Ron. Uh, yeah, for sure. So D-I-E-L-Y. Yeah. No, it's um, amazing. But that kickflip was just, you know what I mean? Like that spot was not, for one, most of the time when you skated, you probably didn't have all day to skate it, right? No, we got uh, that last that was my last try. This big dude, this big, like thick security guard was coming out lumbering towards me. And I was like, I, it's one of those missions, Ricky, where you get the filmer and the, and the photographer to drive. ready to go beforehand. Well, no, they, like, like I got him first to drive three hours or four hours from New York to like, it was Cronin <laughs> who shot it. Oh uh, yeah. Cronin's on my, Cronin's on my shit list, but yeah. Cronin, of course, of course you were going to say Cronin. Yeah. But, like but- we fucking, drove four hours to shoot a photo and we had filmers and i'm like there's pressure but i know i can do it and then literally just kept catching it and kicking it away and just running down that bank and eating shit but being all right and then literally a security guard came lumbering out towards me and i was like i'm doing slammer make this try and it just worked perfect because no, you I, let it go you let it go yeah, exactly but i mean wow, look well that's said. pretty fucking gnarly well that's gnarly and that's why they they knew what the fuck you were going to try that's worthy of something driving fucking three hours to fucking get it. Because if you get it, you get you, you kind of get history a little bit. You know, a little mm-hmm. bit. That's pretty fucking gnarly. I, well, I, don't, it I know got, we were dude, working I don't on interviews doing more and more these days. You know what I'm saying? But we were working on interviews for those photos. It was like they're gonna get paid if they get the photo. You know, we get like well, no, for sure they know they're gonna get paid, but that's worth like that like 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 they knew they only have 15 minutes maybe. To get this, and they're willing to drive three fucking. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, did. it's not like you're Tony Hawk and you fucking said Tony Hawk said, "Hey, <laughs> hey, Crony, want to come up here? I'm about to fucking, you know, I mean, put my dick in a pool." Honestly, Crony's <laughs> gonna fucking go up there and take a photo of it. Tony shit, right? Tony Hawk, Tony shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Tony shitting on the bank. I want to take a photo of it. You know what? That's some money. I'm sure Crony would do that, but no, he 
he realized clearly that that was pretty gnarly to fucking because honestly that's i mean that's 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 a tough one it's not fucking smooth yeah. you know what i mean there's nothing really good about that it's just fucking straight narnar to tell Cron- you truth. So that was that was another kid flip you know what i mean that yeah. um that i saw and then the other kid flip was there's this ollie that i like that you do in china where you ollie off the stairs in front of a fucking thousand fucking chinese people right yeah. Into the little bank. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was mean, a two-page. That, that was a two-page spread in Skateboarder magazine. Dude, I love that type of stuff, right? Yeah. But the you did a kip flip on a similar thing, but not similar because it wasn't over stairs into a bank. It was like a ledge that went down, like a, like a double kink ledge, and yeah. you kip flip into the second part. Yeah, and it yeah. looked like it, well, I don't know if it, it could have been North Jersey for all I know. I don't know where the fuck that was, but um, that was a sick fucking kiff up too. Um, and it's you know, I just focused on the three kiff ups because it's funny that you say that kiff up is your favorite trick. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's is. other a lot of things you do all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's funny because you you don't care. You'll say this is my gnarliest fifty fifty grind. Like when I watched that fifty fifty, was it Atlanta? Maybe. Yeah. 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 No, right. No, was that the knowledge 50 50 because of how you had to land in those little steps with the fucking railroad ties? Yeah, that was that why it was? That one was like uniquely a battle and like we were on a trip. Because it was a flat 50 50 when you first get on it. Yeah, I was like, I was like just barely getting on it. And then that one, I locked it really awkward. And I just was like, I'm taking this one to the end. And then I, when I landed it, it looked pretty good. I was like, okay, but I was like, no, cross- that's fucking proper. I was like, cross just- lock the wrong way on that one. If you look, you know how you're supposed to cross lock a 50. I was like the opposite of the way I'd want to be, but it's it kind of how out. Freddie was when he did the 50, 50 at love park, when he all had yeah. the fucking little thing. And then yeah. all it, and his left truck, his left, his front truck was on the left side of the rail and his back truck was on the right. Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. It was like pitched yeah. the opposite way. I was like, and it, I was like dying on that thing. I did, But you weren't words. on crack when you did that, right? No, I probably just smoked some weed. I was like, I'm going to smoke no, some No, 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 I'm weed. saying, because honestly, that, <laughs> that could have helped you locked in a little bit more. I don't know. You know I've what never, mean? I've always been afraid of like <laughs> uh, the heavy stuff. I stick to like weed, uh, coffee. Coffee's like a gnarly one, the caffeine. like the Soda. I, I do drink soda, but only once in a while. I can I drink a lot of soda water, to be honest. Like, I don't need soda. Um, yeah, I drink soda all the time. I do more things than you do, but I don't do that non-nar stuff either. But I only brought that up because that's what he was on when he did that. Oh, yeah. And yeah, when he- you did that, like, honestly, because he wasn't going anywhere either. Honestly, his arms flapping. He was fucking high as a bird. <laughs> he was happy as shit. And it fucking became history because, honestly, that's one of the most incredible fucking things that – is what I mean. Look, carry ollied up, and then did the lip slide. Yeah. You know how incredible that is. That was, but that's not nearly yeah. as incredible as when someone does something for the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when he just when he let go and he landed on that shit, and the way that Dan filmed it and edited it, it was amazing. It's it's fucking it, it's actually beauty. It's like honestly that the way he did it, what he did it, I don't care how high he was. That was like fucking poetry in motion. That particular moment in time with skateboarding you know what i mean um fred, fred gall to me is like a unicorn but like a different type of unicorn but he's just yeah unicorn who likes well he's 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 clean so it's good no no, no. yeah honestly, he's, he's, a, he's he's one of the first person. original fucking dude he's incredible he, yeah he, he was he to me is like one of the first prodigies of all east coast skating that's sick that's sick for you to say that that makes i think that happy. i think and look we we because he has you know, uh, the history of Philadelphia is, 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 is vast, but 
there's a certain segment that he just was the fucking he just was the man, dude. Honestly, it's like no, he could do anything whenever he wanted and didn't even realize it. And I, you know, and he, you know, he's a little, you know, he's not the most intellectual motherfucker. And I used <laughs> to think, like, honestly, that might be better for skateboarding. The more you don't think about shit, the better you're gonna be. It's true on some level for sure. Yeah, no, it's crazy, but you know, let alone you know, taking drugs. And, I mean, I smoke weed all the time. I, or I used to more so now, but I mean, but back in those days, I, I did it every day. That was just a normal way of skating. That, that's not like a, an enhancing drug to make you fucking go crazy, crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It helps with the, it helps me with my joints and my ligaments. It helps me like, I smoke a little weed and then I go roll around and I'm like, oh, I just like, I'm more aware of my body so I can see where, if I'm like hurt or not, you know? Hmm. All right. So I got, I got another one too, but this one is like, I don't know if you're going to remember, I'll tell you the tricks that you did. Right. But okay. I, it's not really the trick that you did. It's that when I watched you do it, right. It's when you popped off the curve, right. It just, it like kind of brought me back to all those moments that when that happens, that feeling is incredible, right? And then look, I know, look, all the skateboard kids and nowadays mommies and daddies trying to get their kids to fucking be pro skateboarders to make money and all that stuff. They have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but I think it might be somewhere, it might be in Boston. I don't really know. But you like, I think you do a flip trick, but you ought to curve, right? And I think it's green. And you do like a ollie to tail side to fakie, right? It's, it's at the corner of an intersection that's at the beginning of a hill, right? Yeah. So you do a flip trick, you out the curb, you do a frontside tail side to fakie, and as soon as you land, you switch hop off the curb, right? And I'm not sure if you can kind of, but it's at the, it's at the top of a hill. So when you do the frontside tail side to fakie, right? Yeah. As soon as you land, you switch hop, like you don't switch ollie, you literally switch unweight off the curb. Nice. And you start going down the hill switch, right? Yeah. And that switch, that, that, that moment of that feeling of you've already kind of went through the motion of making sure you did the trick, right? Yeah, yeah. But you land it so 100% confidently and your body actually relaxed to let you unweight off the curb. And that was something that stuck out to me. There's a couple other things too, but that one is, I know most people don't really understand it. And honestly, the people who don't, I don't really care. Tell you the truth, right? It's I know you do. It's crazy because it's full circle. Because I was gonna say for you, like for some of the skating, is just your switch pushes and like you're you're taking your time to find your center of balance with balance with your switch push and like push through a city and ride switch and just get your switch stance like that is probably we just why, skated why all the I time. did that to be honest. You know, like I probably I think a lot of, do that and be. I like, think a lot of people, <laughs> right? And then it's better. No, you know, not honestly, a lot. I mean, not a lot better. of people. You distinctly like push through cities and road switch. Your switch flips are so good. Like you worked really hard on all that oh, stuff. Well, we always thought we always thought that you're always moving one one way. Yeah. So if you're left foot forward or right foot forward, you're still going one way. And when we were going through, like, like trying to be, like, all, like, you know, you know, cool guys talking about it and being about it. And then you got fucking Freddie, who doesn't even fucking think at all. And, dude, he looks <laughs> like you can't even tell which fucking direction he goes. He was yeah. more like a, he was more like a salmon. Like, when I skate switch, I can skate switch. I can push switch and you won't know. But when I skate switch, I still have that, that, that tendency to, to, to my, my shoulders are a little, a little bit. Like, I'm always, I'm going 
backwards, but I can do it backwards, right? Freddie was more centered and he looked exactly the same way, yeah, whatever yeah. which way he was going. And I felt that I could do that, but only in my pushing. But when I started skating, skating, you know, something was a little bit fucking harder and, you know, but. Yeah, but yeah, your push, the push is the most important. That's where all the tricks, that's where you started. That's what I appreciate about you is you started with that switch center balance and you made it evident through putting in video parts and stuff. No, I we, learned, yeah. And, I learned that stuff because of those videos, you know, like I was. No, like, and I did. I like to think to that there's a lot, know? that there was a lot of influence because you could just fucking piss pedal. And matter of fact, you did piss pedal in a couple of things that I watched. Now I'm like, dude, this dude. you live, you learn, you know, you live, you learn, bro. No, dude. And it's funny because, you know, and, and I wrote to you about like rules and stuff like that is because of the fact that I noticed it and I mentioned it, that I don't give a fuck what you do. All I'm just saying that you and anybody else, like I've always said, if you didn't piss pedal, it would have looked better. That's Fair. all really, but Fair enough. I don't, Fair enough. but like a lot of people think that we were so, we would yell at people about it. I did. I did. I, I didn't give a fuck what people did. We did it. And it was just a natural fucking course thing. Right. It is. Right. And I, I mean, however, I, I got a, a two page photo in slap. I think slap or thrasher that Kelly Ryan's shot of me switch pushing <laughs> next to a car. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of pushing photos and like these like pole jam photos that I, I have a bunch of them. And when I see a lot of them, I like a lot of them, but I don't really care for some of the other ones. But what I don't think what, that I really like is a lot of people probably think that because they, they hear that I'm controlling and I fucking make everything happen myself, that I put all of these out there. Like, dude, I would fucking love if some of those fucking things would go away. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really <laughs> give a shit. A lot of these things were in my way when I skated down the street. You'd be more impressed if we were just skating down the road with no cameras and we just did that stuff in front of you because that's what we did all the time. But you don't always capture that uh, in a photo or a video clip. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then then you have, you know, like people from the slap message boards and people that love you the most, right? Want to yeah. dog on people. You know what I mean? Yeah, For certain yeah. things. But um, it is. I got one more. I got another one too because this is honestly, I just saw this a little bit earlier. Nice. You do a you do a fifty fifty for one. The fifty. <laughs> like you, know you know the knowledge fifty fifty that you said you did, right? Yes. So, and I asked you, was it the knowledge because of the the steps at the bottom? Because that's very similar to the University of Penn that Mike Bonnell did the fifty fifty that you know was pretty incredible. You had to land, and you're not even sure if you know Mike Mike Bonnell tumbled when he landed yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the railroad ties were just not set up the right way. You know what I mean? Like it's too deep and it was incredible that 50, 50, but, um, some things when you're skating, it, there's definitely times that something happens when you mess up you don't get hurt. Right. But you mess up, but it makes it where, wow, maybe I can do that. And there was this 50, 50 grind you did at this like double-sided, like, like, like hubba type thing. Right. That was also kind of like two and a half inches wide, but you did a 50, 50 to lip slot. Hell yeah. And I wondered when I saw that, I'm like, shit. Cause when I, you know, I, I love park. I used to try to do mini ramp, mini ramp tricks on the ledges and it was so goddamn hard. Right. Like yeah. you know, I used to be able to do five O grinds on mini ramp all the time to lip slide, to back, all that stuff. Right. It was yeah. like ching, 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 like lip dancing. I, I tried Tony to do, do some. Uh, right and i'm sure dune because honestly i yeah, i grew up yeah, watching yeah. dune doing the lip tricks like like lip dancing 
at, at cheapskates. But when I saw you do that, I was like, I wonder if he thought about doing that prior and it just maybe came about that day. But the way the leg was so waxed and it was so easy for me to go to 50 for the lip side, it made me feel like, did you maybe like 50 50 and kind of slip out a little bit and maybe was like, oh, that would be so easy to do that. Like it was on the fly that you did it that day. Yeah. Do you, you remember nailed, that? You nailed, yeah, you nailed it. So two things. One, I skated that hubba a bunch. I did 50 on it. I did lip slide, lip slide, fakey. I did tail slide, fakey. I well, want to did say, tail slide and everything. Yeah, I think I did 50 <laughs> fakey and back lip on it as well. And then I I just like I like Tim Brach. <laughs> he did No, no, no. 50, well, well, if 50, you like Tim Brach, you should have done a blunt slide on. Right? Oh, I know. You're right. You're right. But he did a 50-50 lip side, and I always wanted to film one on a spot. And I already, like, killed that spot, but I was still, like, it's per- like you said. I Something new. I definitely slipped out on it and went to lip side in one of the other attempts on a different trick. And then I was, like, that's the perfect one for it. And I was, like, trying to think of, like, tricks I could get to because uh, I don't remember what I was filming for, but, like, I don't know. That was just a weird one that I wanted to get on something. And I was still. No, no. I, I mean, I like the, 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 the combo. I mean, I always love the fronts at five or the fronts at board more than anything. Yeah. But I mean, mm. I've tried like in Love Park, the main ledge. Did I try lip slide? You know, lip slide. And then like, what do you do? Like the over shirt cane, whatever the fuck it is. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. Bring it over. Yep. Yeah. No, no. You like you. So you do a lip slide. Like you go on lip slide of fakie. Right. It's but then sugar you, cane, you. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Right. I try I to think. do my. Dude, I tried to do that on Love Park, the main ledge, because I was still like skating mini rap a lot at the time. Yeah. And I was like, that fucking sucks, dude. Like it was like it was such a pain in the ass to do. But I remember, I remember just trying to do mini ramp tricks on on my street ledges. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember all those mini ramp tricks too. That's the sickest. Will, you know who did that too? That was really good amongst amongst you guys was Willie Santos had a lot of like crazy combos to like flip side five oh all willie santos was like you know like what what could what couldn't he have not done yeah so true so true um, no he's not, he's like one of those type of and i i love willie because i when he had that interview and i every time i see willie i have to call him monolotos because that's his middle name oh, right sick. it's like such a it's the weirdest middle name willie monolotos santos and sick. it sounds good Honestly, dude, he, he he's such a fuck. He, he's a he's like you in such a way. Like, is there anything really bad that you can say about you? you know what I mean, I mean, other than your socks that you wear. <laughs> I called a guy's vest gay one time, and it got like five million views. He would like push me and took my skateboard, and I said, "Your vest." Like your gay sweater vest or something. <laughs> I attacked his fashion sense. That's the probably the worst thing he got on me. But good luck. <laughs> I did. I I got a couple. You I'm got t- a couple. Of, you got all these clips of these fucking shorts. I'm and like socks. Yeah, I like try. I tried to like. I try to be a good person, and when I make a mistake too, like I try to apologize. Like that's honestly this, this generation of shit that's going on in the world is crazy. But it's like we're all. That's a something I take from religion, and I'm not. I don't sign up to any religion, but something I take is like, <clears throat> is just like um. How do I say that? You're a good dude, honestly. Honestly, is I, that I wrote, you, <laughs> you try to you try to make amends for your mistake. Like you have room to grow. You're you're working. Sure, no, you're working progress. Make, you're allowed right? to make mistakes. Dude, yeah. It's fine. 
No, no, you did honestly. It's it's no, amazing. I'm speaking I forget like, what you wrote. Someone I, asked you a question, and the way you answered, I, I think it was it was Naraco, and I I don't know why I don't Narako's have it written down here. No, no, he is. He's a he's a bitch, dude. I mean, he he's is the man. Dude, he's a man. He's a bitch. He's a man. He's a bitch. I mean, he's just you can't hide from the fact he's from New Jersey. He's just that way. I did love him to death, dude. Fair enough, dude. I'll I'll take anybody out for him. Right. But he is a little bit of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And he just likes to say what he wants to do. He's kind of similar to us. It's a way. But he asked you, um, I think that was the thing in the interview, maybe the skateboard manga or whatever the fuck it was. But he asked you and he he was trying to get you to talk shit on Johnny Lottie. How do you say his last Johnny name? Layton. Layton. No, not Johnny Layton. Right. No. Uh, Yanni. Yanni oh, Yanni. Lott. Yeah, Yanni. Because yeah. he wrote for he wrote World for Industries. World, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Yanni. And, and for me, because I know, right, like I, when I was reading it, but your answer was so nice because he was trying to drag you in to, 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 to you know, to, to make something funny for a moment, right, more his style, but you didn't. Like, you kind of, like, made, like, you didn't make an excuse for him. You just gave another outlet of a possibility of, yo, man, that's just not, that's not my time. It's not me. Like, I don't think that that's, he was that way and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's other uh, questions that have been asked to you that kind of are trying to lead you into something and you had never really bit. Like for me, I, I'm sure I bit plenty of times. Matter <laughs> of fact, I might even wrote the fucking question. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's because, um, I'm aware, like I'm aware in situations, but like you've already dealt with a lot of stuff in your life, man. Yeah. A lot of people, I try to understand that they're dealing with stuff too. And I'm like, as much as you can make fun of yourself, just be, don't be as hard on yourself. And I feel like that's a religious thing to some sense. It's like, um, you sacrifice yourself to make a better you, you know, like let go of things. And like, I've learned a lot from religion. It helped me out a lot. I didn't have to like subscribe to a church or anything, but like a lot of the, like, philosophy philosophies and stories and morals that come out of it like it's good but it's like um no it is is it's definitely not something bad to follow yeah it helped it helped me a lot in the sense that like when i was growing up and like my mom needed help and i had a lot of strangers in my life and like crazy shit happened i relied on a lot of other people like i lived with other families and they were nice and helped me progress and they knew like we were falling apart and like a lot of surrogate family just came in and like so i i I try to like, I like cracking jokes though, you know, like everyone cracks jokes, but then it's like the same time. It's like, we're all just trying to get through the fucking day and reality. Like if we break it down and we cut out all the politics and silliness, it's like, everyone's just trying to live. My homie said that one time, like, let them live. The only only thing is, and that's the right way to go about it. But within that being said, a lot of people don't know how to really actually go about their day. So you try not to be a certain way. You kind of give these other people things to talk about. Or to semi bitch about, which don't make a difference, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But not everyone's kind of securing themselves moving forward. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, so, and clearly, I haven't always been check slap message board. I'm an insecure bitch as well. <laughs> I've had my I moments. Mean, <laughs> you've had your moments. You keep on creating your own moments. You kidding me? See, you oh, laugh. <laughs> it's good to laugh at yourself, honestly. It helps me. I mean, I'm more serious than you, right? Uh, And it's, you know, I know there's this perception of how I am. And the thing is, we've we've hung out. We know, 
right? There's people we both hung out. I'm I'm not a certain way, but people want to create that. It makes it easier for them. You know what I mean? But it's just yeah. it is better to laugh, dude. It, yeah. We can joke. No, we can joke. Maybe there's some things we don't want to joke about. You know, but fuck, we're from two different time periods. Because honestly, when I watch your shit, dude, I, you let things go. And I mean, I wish I was more that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I mean, like I watched something earlier. I don't know what the fuck you were doing. The boars are in your background. You're saying blah, 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 blah. And then you start fucking going at your fucking hairs, your great <laughs> hairs. You're like, oh, I need to shave. I'm like, that's not fucking rehearsed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's just something. That's just you. But you, you put yourself in front of the camera quite often. And you do a lot for all I need. I'm sure you do a lot for all the dudes that arrive for you. You do a lot for basically positivity within skateboarding. You know what I mean? Not everyone, that's not what they're looking for, right? Like, you know what I mean? But that you're not perpetuating hate. You're not really fucking doing anything to go against anybody. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, fuck, whatever you do, you do. Whatever you and your friends do, it is. You know what I mean? Like, but you have fun, really. Like, I didn't. There's probably times that I wasn't allowing myself to have fun because I was so just focused and so a certain way. You know what I mean? Like I go out with um, like, you know, like streaming. Streaming is another human that I, I love as much as like as Donnie and Katie and all these type people. Unicorn, right? fucking unicorn. No, yeah, but like like those dudes from that, like that part of the, the world, like dude, like the San Jose dudes, you know, like the tilt mode and all, they, they have fun like they do all this shit like we would never do that you know what i mean yeah but it was it was just it was just different it was like i don't look at them like oh well they're just wasting your time dude they're having more fun and they're fucking amazing skateboarders. i mean really those dudes are pretty fucking good skateboarders over there in san dude, jose unbelievable. You know what I mean? but but if you watch some of their stupid fucking videos and stuff like that it's just like goofy kid shit maybe i was just always a little bit older than your average skater when i was because i started later yeah. That we just never really got into that. It was just straight skate. You know what I mean? Straight skate. But I, I admire when people can actually have fun on it. But they do subject themselves for, for ridicule, for fun. You know what I mean? Just on the funny part. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's so much humor. We can't just like... We don't have to be mean per se, but we can have humor and make jokes still. Even though the people want to police everyone. It's like, come on. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you can do laugh. whatever you want. If you're fucking great at skateboarding, yeah, you can do whatever you want. How was that? As far as making jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, thank you, first of all. That's cool that you observed that, and I appreciate that. Um, I had my serious days for sure, but, like, there was a – especially with the technology, too. Like, as I got phones and stuff and I realized about YouTube and, like, podcasting stuff, I was like, oh – this is something you can do whenever it's not like, it's like, like when you shoot photos and stuff and film and back when there was film, it was like a finite thing, you know? And it's like so everyone's energy and time and money had to go into sequences. Remember all the sequences and then the cameras and the tape and then like all that oh, before stuff. digital cameras, when all the rolls of film all over the place. And, oh, last photo, last frame. Yeah. You better get it. It's so precious. Cause you're like, you know, that everything's going into it and it's everyone's invested. And then, like, once you realize there's, like, the internet and you can create, like, streams of stuff and it's not, like... Like, then I was, like, oh, I can relax a little bit. Like, I filmed a bunch of video parts and worked really hard. And then as I got older, too, I was, like, I want to be able to stay involved without having to destroy myself. Like, because I love... I'm adrenaline junkie. Like, it's some of the... I like skating big handrails. Like, 
I like watching people skate big handrails. Half my love affection with uh, Nijah is that he skates big handrails too much. Too dude, he just fucking skates everything. Dude. He's like a rollerblader, yeah. but still, like, you know what I mean? He's <laughs> fucking good skateboarding, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> but, like, realizing that we could, like, make podcasts and, like, we could put up a YouTube video and have a stream, like, put one video up a week, and it's, like, almost, like, collected memories, and it's, like, you can do it with or without people. Like I've always wanted to like express myself and get better at that. And I'm still trying to do that the best I can. Yeah, dude, honestly, you do it a lot. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm impressed. Like, honestly, you know, cause I talked to, you know, you know that I've spoken to you about like, dude, I've been, I've been meant to do a goddamn fucking show for so goddamn long. It's, it's actually borderline fucking ridiculous that we're now <laughs> 10 years later when I'm fucking was supposed to do it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, you know, I have friends who are going to help me, but I never, I'm not a person like you, you are a self-motivator, dude. You can do a lot on your own. And that is something, a positive attribute. I'm not that way. I, I'm just not. I, I, that's why I still don't have this stuff. And, you know, I need someone to help me and stuff like that. But I know that I have content. I know that I can talk. I know that I, I have insight and in all different kinds of things. Um, but if whenever I actually get to do that, that me and my girl will do, it's different than how, like how you're you're doing it. I, you do a lot. I, honestly, I don't, you pack a lot in a day, every day. You seem like you pack a lot in a goddamn day, which is fantastic. But for whatever reason, the fans that you have, you know what I mean? They're invested. You know what I'm saying? I when I one of the things I watched you earlier is I met Tommy Zam, right? But true skateboarding, like you were like you weren't just the sole guest. It was some other shit. I can only watch a couple minutes of it, right? Like he came right out and he was like on this quarter pipe, like that was his desk. Yeah. And yeah. he said like he he said like ten words and all of a sudden he had a commercial. He said five other words and there was another commercial. And I'm like, I I had similar ideas on doing a show in such a way, but it was a little silly. I never even got to where you were. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, and it was called True Skateboarding, I believe it was, right? Yeah. No, you know, and I. You've made the circuit because you've been on that one. You've been on Shit's Creek. You haven't been on Nine Club? Nope. Huh. Maybe because I talk shit, but that's fun. So <laughs> hopefully they know, talk shit on was, me. If there was, well, why, there's no reason to talk shit on you. But it, it would make better viewership if people did talk shit, I guess, right? It'd be funner if it was a sport, but not so ruthless, you know? Like if you can take Well, no, job. no. There's not really malicious. Like, look, <laughs> yeah. if people aren't smart enough to be witty to have fun with, you yeah, know what I mean? There you go, nailing it. No, like, look, like, look, you had some, the fact that you say the word grievances versus Mike, that's funny to me, right? Just you use the word grievances, right? Like you actually seem like you wrote it out and you sent it to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, no, but like Mike, I, you know, like, I mean, Mike is, you know, he's, he's, he's a very strong exterior, right? But you know, he's emotionally fucking soft inside. You ain't doing spoken word if you're not emotionally soft. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, you're not doing yeah, driven yeah. if you're not emotionally soft on the inside. But yeah. uh, dude, he's fucking dude. You know, he's a he's a, a tough exterior. Yeah. But you know he's he, he, you know he's he's there's kindness in him. Like you can't talk this shit and not be kind. You know what I mean? Like unless yeah. he's faking it. And no, I dare he's you a to very, fucking, he's I a dare very real call person. Him he's faking it. <laughs> no, he's a very real, authentic. Pe- That's something I admire about him is that he's himself, definitely. Too. No, you can't. Like it, yeah. you have to. But I, I only brought him up as a, as a joke. It, you're right. You look different time period, and yes, 
We all really? do goofy shit. He shouldn't have been fighting people, but I get it. It's fun. Well, you gotta <laughs> fight people sometimes. Sometimes, fuck sometimes. Yeah. Fuck him. Nah, <laughs> I've gone to some fights. I've always got my way with words, though. Like with that dude, that video that got like five million views. I just kind of drew the line with words, and he didn't want to cross it. I would have snuffed him though, just for the yeah. Record. No, I bet. I bet. Fucking head. I bet. Like, you know, it would have felt just... so good too. Oh, God. Dude, dude, then you're too nice. But listen, <laughs> you bringing that up? There's a video clip, right? On this old man throwing your board. That's right? him. That's him. I'd snuff dude, that. Dude, and it's so funny. You're like all on his face, right? Yeah. And then nothing. And then in my mind, when I finished watching, I'm like, do you know that dude threw your board and you looked like you were going to do something, but you didn't do anything. No. In the end, he walked away and he threw your board. That means you had to climb over the gate. I did. Go in the fucking flowers I and did. go grab your board. I did. <laughs> Like an uh, asshole. But, but listen to you. Listen to you. It sounded like you were okay with that. Like you were like, oh, man, I would have kicked his ass. Dude, there's no doubt in a million years you wouldn't have kicked that dude's ass. Dude, but, I was like, but my adrenaline was going. You I was sweaty. That guy didn't even stretch yet. I would have beat the shit out of him, Ricky. Would have been a bad I know, but he, for him. Well, it wasn't a bad. You're the one that had to go get your board. I know. He threw was, your board. You're like, whoop. His, like, sweater and, vest caught me off guard because, like, I oh, turned and his gray and I was hair. Like, what about his gray hair? His gray yeah, it was. Hair didn't throw you no, off? it was like the sweater. It was like the salmon color sweater vest he had. He had like a long dude, sleeve and like. Honestly, I was dude. like, I can't beat up like a librarian teacher. No, I hear you. Like, I did. I did honestly. It was so funny because I was like, "There's no way from butts that you could take the dude out, right?" But the moment came, and the moment went. You I know what I mean? I don't want to hurt. And it reminded me of like I don't know. There was some I don't know. Like one one of the costume things. It wasn't like a bum. Stole like Costin something out of his thing, broke the window right? and stole his wallet, and he caught no, it. No, no, right when he was skating, and then, and then and then you see the footage at the end, like him confronting him. Yeah, and like you never see Costin like really mad, right? Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't hang out with him, so I don't know why you would, right? Yeah, but it well, was he's like in videos the, a lot. He it was like the, it was like the fake mad, you know, yeah. like like the fake mad, because it was after the fact, and it was like all in his face, and it was similar to when I was watching it with this old man. <laughs> you know you can beat his ass and you just didn't right yeah yeah no no yeah not good not good but he did throw your board now what about the other woman who ran after was it you or was it your buddy the, the, the woman with the big butt runs after the skater and then when the skater like goes away she sits on the ledge oh dude that's definitely happened a bunch the one you gotta watch is uh me where this dude just basically tries to beg me for a blowjob Ricky, you would love this one. Let me see if I can. I don't think I title. would. I don't think I would. But I don't blow him. I don't blow him, bro. <laughs> Calm down. Well, it's PG. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Anthony, I'm very glad that you told me you didn't do that. All right? yeah. I appreciate that. But no, but I didn't as think far that was as like happen. as far as like street encounters, because you like to skate in the streets and cities and stuff. I was in Providence, and this dude literally, I'm filming this little kid. Not, not he's not a little kid, but he was like 17, 18. Jacob Jensen, my fr- homie. And we're in Providence in the projects and he's trying to trick and this dude just creeps up to us the whole time. And then he just starts mumbling something. And it was right at the height of COVID, like the whole pandemic. And he like was mumbling stuff under his breath. And then he started talking louder to me and I'm just filming. And he's like, he's mumbling like, why won't you let me suck your dick? (laughs) Literally. And I'm like, what? Speak up. I can't fuck in the video. I'm like, what? I can't fucking hear you. Cause he had like, Are a- you tell me he didn't even offer you any money. 
No, and then he's like, he said it again. He was like, why won't you let me suck your dick? And I'm like, dude, no, thank you. I'm trying to film. Like, I appreciate it, but no, thank you, dude. Anyways, I'm busy. I'm busy right now. He got my face and I was like, back up, dude. COVID, like, you're getting crazy. But like, and then, uh, yeah. It was he just didn't like, care about COVID, dude. If you wanted to do that, he, he was getting close. He did not. Dude. He didn't care. Let me see. Well, look, dude, my phone it. is going to die. Oh, dude, we've been going for, we crushed it. So I'm just saying, like, it just gave me the 10% thing. And since my, my headphones are in, you know, in my little port here, I don't know how to charge my phone and have headphones. Well, to be honest, I got I to gotta go take a shower and stuff. So, or just, I got to no, like, no. live my so life, good. too. So. Let's <laughs> see this, if there's any last minute, any last minute thing. We killed. That's dude, fun. Again, Ricky. Honestly, this was so much fun, and uh, yeah, it was fun. It's it's supposed to be. You, if you don't mind, dude, you're in my rotation, so I've been going through. Like, if you notice my, nah, you can call whatever you want, dude. Call, right, like, yeah. Honestly, we can, my, like look. This idea came from something that I saw an interview that you did, right? Yeah. Right. So that look, I'm not as organized as you, dude. Like, if I was with my fucking ideas, Jesus Christ, you know, I mean, I would do all kinds of stuff, but I'm just. I'm not that way, dude, honestly. So I help, you know, <laughs> I leech off of you, dude. How about that one, right? Vice no, but I feed, off, of, I feed off of your thing, but I have plenty of things. But there's so many different things within skateboarding that we we can talk about because we have such kind of an association. We have an understanding of what we really admire about skateboarding as a whole and not individually. And we can make fun of all these different things. Man, you call me whatever you want. And... We could do little segments just for fun. I'd say yeah. it's because honestly, when Shannon and I do our own thing, clearly I'm going to have to get you on. You know what I mean? Please, please. And uh, the, honestly, the way I do my podcast nowadays is like in the beginning, I was super excited about like reaching out to as many different people just so I could get a lot of perspectives and like capture a lot of skate skateboarding souls like in the podcast form. And then lately, I just I kind of move with it. Sometimes I change the schedule, and like lately, lately I've just been having all my team riders on. Like it's been awesome because I'm like, they're like every week, so I have enough people that are involved, and it's like no, for sure, four four people a month, and then I'm already at like that's a whole month went by, and you have other people and all my friends, and like I'm stoked that we are on our second one, and like I've had Donnie. Yeah, on and this one's the first one. Let's just, we'll on. call this one the first one. Of 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 how we think. This is the first one. Yeah, Other this ones, was just you know me I mean? and you. Yeah, there was no other yeah, bullshit I, involved. Yeah. Yeah. I pre- no, hey, I, so yeah. again, thank you, thank you for doing this, man. No, I love it. Do we just we just had some fun? You know what I'm saying? And hopefully, people when they watch it, they have fun as well, because really, it's the difference between when I started and when you started, and how we view things and the similarities within it, but differences of how we go about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. No, fantastic, dude. Dude, won't be the last time I'm going to be on your show. Hell yeah, man. All right, well. We got uh, a lot of different uh, fucking ideas. This is a half the shit we didn't even talk about. I know. We can do this again and again. So, 